let's go. Drinks on Dusty, let's start the show. Drinks on Dusty, coming in hot, coming in to blow up the spot. Guess we picking what we be drinking. We don't know what Dusty is thinking. We are here to have a good time. See where the combo may just climb. Sit back, put your drinks up. Come on, y'all, fill up your cup. Drinks on Dusty, let's go. Come on, y'all, start the show. Oh no. One. We I'm are over, recording. We're here trying to like time the cheers with the end of the song. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, no. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Good to finally be here. Good to be here with you. Mm. My boy Dustin's got the Jameson and Heineken's all ready up. What is this? <laughs> are these Heineken's like Christmas Heineken's? Dude, what the fuck? It's not we haven't even eaten the turkey yet. <laughs> we haven't even cooked the turkey yet. We haven't even cooked it. Oh, see, this is what's gonna be wrong. We haven't with this even bought the turkey yet. <laughs> I haven't even bought the turkey yet. This one's going to be wrong. <laughs> fucking Jesus. All right. That shot almost killed me right fucking there. Mm. Jesus That's what I like Christ. to hear. Dude, starting, <laughs> in, starting strong. All right, everybody. Welcome to this next episode of Drinks on Dusty. I am, of course, your host, your favorite drinking host, Dusty. And today I have a special guest. I have my favorite bartender in what New up? York City. Hey. Kyle, Kyle, welcome to the again, podcast, brother. People in the back, man. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> um, Kyle, and I met at a place that I used to frequent all the time called uh, Bedford Falls. Still works there. Yeah, not quite the regular you used to be. But not, not anymore. Still new... family, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I fucking hope so. But that's how I know Kyle, uh, bartender extraordinaire. Um, Kyle, what the fuck are we drinking today, dude? We are drinking. Uh, Jameson and Heineken. That's how I stay ho- sober at work. Yeah, you told me that. Now explain <laughs> that to me. What does that mean? <laughs> that, I, dude, I honestly, it's a phenomenon I do not understand, but I can drink Jameson shots for most of the night and be completely fine. Ask my bosses. I've never put money in the wrong place. You know, never, never gone home with money in my pocket that should have been in their safe. Or shouldn't have been yours. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I put things in the right place. I lock up. I clean up the place. <laughs> no, no, nothing ever wrong with the bar. Shots of Jameson all night long. <laughs> swear to God, dude. I, I swear to God, there was one night I had to have had like thirty shots of Jameson. It was, and my bosses know about this. I'm not trying to fuck my my job over here. <laughs> I don't but think they know. My, bo- my bosses know that we drink. No, dude, they were there doing them with me. Oh, they were there with you. Yeah, oh, okay, man, well there you the go. The drunkest I've ever been at work is with my bosses. <laughs> I'm at work like, bro. I thought I could handle it. I thought I was a champ. These guys are fucking wild. These are fucking. Oh Jesus. Oh, I mean, shout out to Brian and Brennan. You and know, Mike and Sean, real talk. Like, I mean, real talk to them, but they still won't sponsor this stupid podcast, so it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Hey, look, like, um, we're just trying yeah, to keep the bar open. We, we're trying to keep the bar open, Dustin. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, so Heineken and Jameson. Is Jameson your favorite shot? Jameson is my favorite shot. Uh, it's not my favorite as far as like knowing scientifically what it's doing to my body. <laughs> I know brown liquor is not the best for you, but no, god well, damn, it feels beer, good. So here we go. I mean, so the, can I say this, goddamn on this podcast? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Dude, okay, we're getting fucked up. Are you hey, fucking? Hey, can I, I say goddamn on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I got some. How many religious listeners do you have? How do I religious listeners? Oh, I don't fucking know. But if you're they from do, Nebraska, so yeah. I mean, some of I don't think my mom listens to it sometimes, so that's fun. Shout so out I to Mama Sutliff. Shout out to Mama Sutliff. Um. But yeah, like the so Jameson's like your shot. You think that I can you break get. Alex's record of shoutouts? You think so, Alex? <laughs> oh, who the fuck did I have on here? No, was it was it Alex? That had, I was like, I don't think I've had Alex on here. I don't know. You had Alex Wolf. 
Oh yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I, mean, I, I yeah. talk about these people like I know them. I'm just reading your. <laughs> yeah, you just read. I'm reading the names on the on the list. I mean, I don't know. Someone had a shitload of, of shout outs on here. It's like every five minutes, it's like shout out to this person. Shout I think it was I'm my like, friend Joe or Chase. Like, they they damn, like. Dude, to I don't shout even know if I have that many friends. I don't. <laughs> I feel like I fucking don't. Um, but so Jameson's like your shot that you give. Like when I when I would go to the bar and it's like, hey Dustin, you want you want a free shot? I'm like, yeah. It was gonna be Jameson. I think what's funny hey, is don't blow up the spot. I no, never told you. That I fucking hate Jameson. And then when I finally did, like, why are you fucking just tell? Why didn't you tell me that? I'm yeah, like, nah, dude, it took a long time for you to be like, dude, man, these Jameson shots are going to kill me. I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's how I stay sober. No, I fucking hate Jameson. Really? <laughs> You've been doing Jameson shots with me since I've known you, bro. <laughs> what? That's the, that's the Nebraska nice in me. Where it's like, I can't fucking, hey, I can't say no to the free shot. Dude, but. there were times where, like, honestly thinking about it, going backwards, I'm like, I should have known. Because there were times where <clears> you're just like, Hey man, I gotta fucking close out. I'm like just done, like eyes closed, staring at the fucking wood. I'm like, are you you wanna you want some water with that check? <laughs> some water with that check doesn't. No nah, man, fuck that water. I'm like, oh shit. Okay, no problem. I should have known that you weren't a Jameson guy just from those kinds of reactions oh, you or said, those interactions. I mean, but, I have the worst reaction to shots as it is. But you used to drink whiskey gingers. So whiskey like, gingers, yeah. Until yeah. someone made fun of me for it. Who um, would make fun of you for that? Fucking Nada. Fucking what? Native bartender. She literally, I would order a whiskey ginger. She goes, She's you not from this country. Me? It's okay. Are you fucking kidding me, Dustin? What the fuck is that? <laughs> that is pansy drink. I'm like, God damn it, Native. And, and so what? She switched you to Bud Lights? No, I just started doing that because <laughs> I fucking was like, if I'm going to drink beer, I have to drink light beer. And I know how fast I fucking drink them. Right, but in fairness, yeah. Because I've seen I you drink th- IPAs. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking. I'm like, dude, dude like I can't three or four sit of those. And you're like, IPAs. Jesus. Um, you're like, hey, let me switch to vodka soda to get lighter up. <laughs> <laughs> My drinking habits at a bar make no fucking sense. Um, Kyle, <laughs> tell everybody about yourself. Who the fuck are you? Dude. Where are you I, from? I'm from Southern California. I mean, I, I'm just, I, I tell everyone from this city from outside of LA because no one knows where Lake Elsinore, California is, but off chance anyone from Elsinore hears me. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lake Elsinore, California. Dream Extreme. Dream Extreme. <laughs> what Dream is that? Extreme what is, is our fucking, our city's motto? Dream Extreme. Dude. That's the motto? Our city's Jesus motto is Christ, Dream Extreme. Horrible. I don't know why. Here's, really actually, I do know why because they started building skate parks and like dirt bike tracks and all kinds of crazy like off-road shit. Okay. And like, we've always had the Lake Elsinore Grand Prix. There's like, it's a dirt bike race that happens like through the town and like on like dirt roads outside, like the around the lake. Okay. It's, it's actually a pretty dope race. Like, it's, it's really, that's like, pretty awesome. It's a long time tradition for off road people and everything. Like, it's a really cool thing. But like, for the longest time, like, there was nobody, the only the off road community cared about that. It wasn't like, like, people like, oh yeah, man, like, I never watched a sport in my life, but, uh, you know, the Lake Elsinore Grand Prix, like, it's not like that. <laughs> people didn't give Lake a shit Elsinore about it Grand unless Prix. they rode dirt bikes. I knew people that rode dirt bikes didn't even know what the fuck it was. They were like, God what? Damn. There's a race that comes through our town? I'm like, yeah, every year for the past, like, 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a race that comes through my fucking town? What are yeah. you talking about? They're like, what? There's a race? I'm like, yeah, man. It's a, it's a really cool race. Like, you God should damn. check it out. Like, when, did you, uh, when did you move to New York? Uh, August 2018. That was a... That was a best decision of my life was it yeah man i was i mean don't get me wrong i i I loved my friends and everyone i lived with and you know the stuff i was doing in california but as far as like becoming an adult and i mean i say becoming an adult at like 24 25 (laughs) but like growing up and you know learning about life and everything and what i want to do with it i was like oh i can't do that here i i'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to be real sad if I try to do what I want to do in suburbs of California. What were you, so what were we trying to do? What was what's the goal? What's what was the 
The goal is to have no goals. The goal dude, is to have no dude, goals. Dude, life is a joke. Try to be in on it. Right? I, I love that model. I can't that's, stress that's that. Like, that's a U to a T from what I, I know I cannot stress that enough, dude. Like, I, all I want to do is be able to laugh at shit constantly, have a good time. And don't get me wrong. Like, you gotta, ha- you gotta be sad sometimes. Otherwise, what's the point of being happy? You, you seem like an incredibly, you're incredibly optimistic. Like, if I ever, if I ever, there's never been a time where I'm like, and we haven't hung out all that much outside of work, but like, you just seem like someone that you're not going to let shit bring you down. No, I mean, nothing's like, doesn't seem like it's going to affect you that much. You're just going to roll with it, but you're like, hey, dude, shit sad happens. shit happens. And don't get me wrong. When I like when when things are when things are bad and things get bad, like I'm like, oh, my fucking God. But I don't want to like I don't want to bring that with me, especially I mean, like you've seen me mostly at work. Right. Yeah. So like I, I definitely don't want to bring it to me to work. I work in the service industry. dude. Yeah. If I have like sad bartender. Oh, no, it's no one not, wants to hang with that guy. No one wants to hang with the sad bartender. <laughs> you can't go to work sad, otherwise I'm not going to sell a drink. I'm not going to sell a beer. Dude, people are going to be trying to buy me beers. I'm like, hey man, can you, dude, like, can you fucking? I, I mean, can I'm you sorry cheer up, please? I'm trying to watch the game. I'm sad. I don't need you sad. You're supposed yeah, to make exactly. me happy. I'm supposed <laughs> to be helping other people out. And how? Like, and that honestly, the, I do keep that in mind. Like that, I'm I part of my job as a bartender is knowing that people are going to come in kind of sad sometimes people are going to come in with their problems and i'm going to be listening to that and i do need to know how to help people with that and i like to think that i'm doing an okay job at that and that's helping me whenever i have some issues i'm like what would what would these people say to me and what would i say back to them yeah so i'm like oh oh oh, my friend just died well hey man like life is life that that's a part of it and you know remember all the best things about that person and what life what life lessons you might have gotten from them while they were around and how all the good times and everything i'm like dude that's exactly what i would say to someone else so it's pretty easy for me to remember that and i I, it's pretty nice i i I thank being a bartender for that I, i definitely wasn't that optimistic before but you just probably you've heard so many stories so many backgrounds so many this and like you just yeah all sides of the spectrum absolutely man i mean like i you'd think in you'd think in the upper east side of new york it wouldn't be that diverse of stories i'm hearing (laughs) you'd think you'd think rich ass motherfuckers up in the upper east side you think it about (laughs) though that's the stereotype right it's all rich white conservatives (laughs) like old people it's all rich white but we got hunter college right there and i get like i get people that come in all the time that are from like from literally everywhere man i've had like uh dude i had I'm a hockey fan, so this was yeah. uh, this was awesome. Brendan Lemieux on his last night in New York oh, after no, he got no, traded. For, yeah, yeah of course you don't. <laughs> Nebraska, stupid. Oscar. Where's where's the closest ice to you? Fucking <laughs> Colorado. Anyway, anywho, Brendan Lemieux played for the Rangers, and his last night on the Rangers, dude, my number two hockey team. He got traded to my number one hockey team, the LA Kings, and the last night in New York, he hung out in the bar. I was like, bro, this is awesome. I get, That's fucking sick. I get rangers in the bar. I get cops in the bar, firemen in the bar. I get people that work at Memorial Sloan Kettering in the bar. I've got you. You're a preschool teacher, and now, <laughs> well, now you got some other kind of job. At no, the, it's the same same place, but yeah, a little higher up, you know, yeah, all that you, shit. Yeah, Mr. Promotion over here Mr. can't <laughs> come in over as much. Oh, now I'm corporate. I can't be seen drinking. No, I fucking, are you fucking kidding me? I still, they, my. He's like, I run a drinking podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah, I literally. I was in uh, I was in one of these corporate meetings, and then someone goes, "Do you know Dustin has a podcast?" <laughs> and then I looked at this person, I was like, "Are you fucking? Wait, don't you tell him that. Do you know what my podcast is about? It's me getting fucked up and just saying shit." 
But I teach kids. <laughs> I teach kids, man. Um, I had this podcast when I was teaching kids, but they they're like accepted and stuff, so it's cool. But yeah, I, like they also know like twenty twenty one man. The theatrical artisting me is never, no matter what the position is, I'm never gonna stop doing that. So, dude, it's twenty twenty one. If you can change your gender, then you can be a drinking person. Like you can identify <laughs> as an alcoholic. Okay, I didn't say that. You said that, Kyle. You son of a. Hey, bitch. you're allowed to identify as whatever you want now. <laughs> I like, and to you do. have to accept that. That is where we're at, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, all right? There's nothing wrong with everyone being accepted. There's nothing wrong if with If you're that, open no. about your alcoholism, like I am. <laughs> I mean, are we all alcoholics? Because this is the Everyone on your of, show is, anyway. Every, everyone, everyone that comes on my show is. Um, <laughs> but, like, the basic... It's the, That's the, how you gotta get by in life, man. Isn't the study in life is, like, literally if you have I don't know how Mormons do drinks, it. They say if you have more than three drinks or some shit, you're an alcoholic. Oh, dude, I mean... I, I so don't know it's about like okay, or you have you have a drinking or whatever. I'm like, okay, I thought well. it was just like if you if you go through your life and it's like more than fifty percent of your week you drink. Is that what it is? I don't know. That's how I always guessed it. Fifty percent. So we're on on. So what? So seven days a week if you drink. What's it? What? Don't do, make me do math right now. Either I four mean, or more. Four four you days. Know, three if you're drinking four days a week, even if it's one drink, they call you an alcoholic. Doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. I, you have I think, people that come I, in. You I have... think it's more. I mean, like if you're having one drink a week or one drink a night, that's probably not alcoholism unless you're only doing it because you're it like, can't oh, be alcoholism. There's so many people no, do that, dude. It's about if it's a habit or not. Are you yeah. drinking because you want to drink, or are you drinking because you're like, dude, it, I, I went this many days without having a drink. I need a fucking drink. <laughs> I, I, I went. Like, are you drinking because you need it? <laughs> then no, you're I'm an drinking. alcoholic. I'm drinking because I like to fucking. I'm drinking because I need it most of the time, dude. You need <laughs> it. You need it to get through the day. <laughs> no, I need it to be a likable person. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. No, nah, that's not true. That no, you're not. You're like no. I I drink it. I. I drink because I like me more when I drink. Not that I don't like myself when I don't drink. I'm just way more fun when I have a little bit of drink. Well, I mean, in me. that goes in the the age old thing. It's like when you're drinking, you you loose up a they little bit. They call it liquid the whole, confidence for a reason. They, they, it's a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole part of this podcast. It's like I like to drink and then be open with people because then people decide to be open. You're a bartender. Yeah. You see people. They come in. They have Dude, a few. I then they open have up and you pay see... me to open up to me. Exactly. <laughs> like you're literally like they. They want to open up to you, or they're they're you're watching them progress in that time. We're like now they're opening up, and they're almost becoming the person that they want to be on a regular basis. They're more open, they're more you know upfront. The, one of the funnier things about bartending too is like when I'm when I'm getting close, not the end of the night, but the end of the early part of the night. Like uh, I don't know, I, I would say we're open till four o'clock in the morning where I work. So yeah. I'd say the end of the early part of the night is around eleven o'clock, right? So you get some people that come in at 11 and they're just starting their night where like a lot of the early crowd, they're just ending their night. So there's all these people who are already drunk, leaving the place at 11. And there's a bunch of people coming in, just starting to get drunk. Like, I want to do this. Like, I want to open up, right? I don't really, I try not to start drinking until about 11 p.m., dude. Not like if I'm working. Like, I don't want to be. Because you usually, you're like, even if I try to, like, people try to buy you drinks. You're yeah, like, ah, people dude, buy I me shots at like 9 p.m. I'm like, yo, I have, I have like <laughs> seven more hours. Or like, what's the math on that? I got to, <laughs> some like seven more hours until I get, to, I get to leave work. I'm like, dude, I, I can't drink at 9 p.m. I just got here. Half the time, I just woke up two hours ago. <laughs> I remember, I remember that one time at the bar, like, you, 
were getting off early. Like you worked the early shift and then I had came in and then you sat and drank with me. And it's like oh, all yeah. this excitement. You're like, this is what the daytime's like. Let's go do, let's go get steaks. Dustin. I'm like, let's damn, dude, shit. it's been so long since I got like, off Kyle, at a time where I could be a rookie, bro. <laughs> dude, you insane. have no idea. It's been like, it's been almost three years since I've had shifts where I can get off of the end of my shift and there's still places open for me to go drink. Yeah. Like, I, I can find an after-hour spot if I wanted to, but I'm not going to blow them up in public, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to like, No, I could, I could probably find an after-hour spot. They exist in the city. If you don't believe that, you're you're living under a rock. You're right. Come on. But, uh, yeah, come on, freshman. <laughs> come on, freshman. <laughs> but, uh, Get together. But, no, I, I, I the thing is, like, I don't want to go look for an after-hour spot, and I'm saying this like I'm so old, like I'm too old to be doing this, but I don't want to find an <laughs> after-hour spot hang out there till seven, go all the way back to, to Brooklyn. What do I even want to go to a bar after hours for anyway? To pick up a chick? Yeah, then, I gotta, then I got to convince her to bring me to her place, which is just weird in the times of me too. Yeah, that's true. What are you going to do? I mean, does that fuck with your schedule? Like like just your life in general. I'm assuming you've, you've been doing it forever now. But like the whole, like I always find it amazing. Like when I see your stories and then just getting home, I'm like, what? Do you, how do you make plans with anybody? People, Dude, it's hard. People go out on, I mean, we talk about how hard it was to do this podcast Dude, like literally the schedule getting this was, was a our schedules are mission. literally exact opposite of each other yeah and but and like, then football season starts. then football season all i want to do on sundays is watch football hey, no with respect i want to watch the chiefs too <laughs> I, I want to watch the chiefs i still miss chiefs games and i'm like damn i still don't have time to do shit <laughs> but like yeah how do you how does that affect like your relationships in the world like you know, uh, friends that you I have, like, had, you don't. Oh, you mean, like... Well, I mean, like, both of them, really. I mean, because it's just a, it's such a weird time frame. With friends, dude, I, I genuinely miss a lot of people. Or, like, people that I've met in the past three years just living in this city. I already have groups of friends that I miss a lot. Yeah. I haven't seen in fucking forever. But at the same time, I make new friends a lot. Like, people come through the bar, and I'm making new friends with people. And it's like, every other day, there's someone like, hey... Dude, like, oh, I like your vibe with this. I like, I, I, you, we're into the same thing on this thing. Let's go do this. Let's go do this. Like, I'm going to a Rangers game tomorrow with. Hey, granted, this this dude's my friend. Like, yeah. we, we're friends now, but he is another dude that I met just from him coming into the bar, and I met him long after already missing a lot of the people that I feel like I miss in this city. You know? Wow. So, I mean, it's it's just I don't know. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you meet people that you like. And everyone everyone knows this. I'm not saying anything that is new to the world, but like it really, it you really see it and you really feel it a lot in the service industry. But you like people come and go, and the people that last, the people that you make time to do stuff outside of the where you have to see each other. You know, like like we're here right now. Yeah. Come on, we're going to do a Joe Rogan podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, so if anyone's listening, this is probably going to be the longest one I have because this is what Kyle wants. And I <laughs> cater to the, the guests. And we're going to hey, talk don't freely. don't edit it. Don't take the time. Yeah, Kyle doesn't want us to edit it. And I that's mean, all no, I No, no, no. I'm telling you for your... I mean, you can edit it if you want to, but like... Yeah, dude. We'll see. If, if true if listeners will listen, right? True listeners will <laughs> listen. That's what I'm saying. Right? You're like, that's too long. I'm like, hey, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Okay? You don't want to listen to me talk. Don't down. You're gonna try to criticize this podcast for being long. Go criticize Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan, biggest podcast. Say like, rogies. And then I know your argument here. Dusty not Joe Rogan. Facts, facts. Yeah, and I understand that. Hey, but, but you're gonna do it. Do it like the best. Do it like the best, right? You're gonna tell someone to stop dunking because they're not Michael Jordan? No, you're not gonna say that. Goddamn right. You're gonna stop throwing <laughs> passes because you're not Tom Brady. Okay, we don't use Tom Brady. We say Aaron Rodgers. Here. You see the fucking flag right there, Kyle. You fucking know that. We don't how use... many? How many rings? 
How many trophies? Oh, Do you it. get rings in the Super Bowl? I don't even know shit, dude. You get I'm a moron. <laughs> yeah, you get Super Bowl rings. You get Super Bowl <laughs> rings. All right, if you've been listening to this and you haven't put together that Kyle's a bartender, I just want to say put it. I'm a bartender in a sports bar. bar, and I don't know shit about sports. <laughs> I like hockey and Formula well, One. That's what's funny when you wrote on the formula, like let's talk about this, but like also I guess sports. <laughs> like you don't know, Kyle. You don't even like sports, really. Dude, I mean, look, you no. like it, but you're not like. I love sports, actually. I think it, I you think love sports, to... it, as a cultural thing, are fucking awesome and very important. Yeah. People can get together and and grow divided on a seemingly harmless divide over sports. We don't have to get divided on poli- on like political shit. We can get divided on sports. We, we just literally... argue about that shit. Yes. Someone and... tells me they're a Bears fan. I'm like, go die. Yeah. Go die. Yeah. But you don't actually have to shoot them for it. I don't have to. People are shooting each other over political shit, and it's like, come on, man. And that said, I, I, that said, Los Angeles gets pretty wild. Los people, Angeles, people get, get shot. People get shot for think, the wrong sport. In do you Los think Angeles. Los Angeles in that aspect is more dangerous, crazier, scarier? I think being I a think, sports fan in Los Angeles might be a little dangerous, but you think so? why? I'm being the wrong sports fan in Los Angeles, dude. Just the <laughs> amount of times that I've heard of people getting shot, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! That guy was with his kids. Doing? That guy was trying to bring his kids to a game, and they shot him or they stabbed him. It when was beat? this? Oh, dude. Like, you're just going to have to look up people getting beat to death in... in Put that in my Google. <laughs> yeah, like... Okay. It, it, happens, <laughs> it happens enough that it's like, oh, don't wear the wrong jersey. Okay. That's Keep crazy. Keep that in mind. It's like more violent than UK soccer. That's oh, probably not true. UK soccer is wild. I don't wild. even know what's violent. UK, UK soccer is wild. I don't even know. I don't know shit about the sport, but I know about their fans. They're crazy. <laughs> Shout out to UK soccer fans. <laughs> Sorry, football. Sorry, football. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Premier League and all that shit. <laughs> Yo, did you see that clip? Oh, my God. There was a clip of like uh, soccer fans in the Netherlands. They're all jumping up in the stands, and then the stands collapsed. <laughs> just like a bunch of people fell. Like, you really? You don't see anyone getting hurt because the video just kind of ends real quick. But yeah, yeah like Jesus the stands collapse because a bunch of people in the Netherlands people are just are jumping, cheering on soccer. Like, yeah, jumping in unison is the shit. And then the stands just... in unison <laughs> is real cool. <laughs> we really like to jump in unison here. Come and on, then, man. Like in a perfect V shape, the stands, like these concrete bleachers are just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Um, <laughs> and finally, soccer became interesting. And then soccer became fucking cool. My roommate's gonna smack me. Your roommate, it's a hardcore roommate. Arsenal fan. I think a lot of people here that don't even get, know you know what that fucking is. All right, yeah, they, they, they fucking they ain't your got fans no are like, clue. dude, we know theater, and the other half of us know football. No, they fucking none of hey, some of us know none corn. Of you know theater. Some of us know corn. Some of us know football. Some of us know. Do you know where most of your listeners are from? Where they're from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. I mean, a lot of, I would say, on a like, regular Can you tell who like, your listeners ones, are? Like, does that, is that something that happens? There's like you? a, um, on the podcasting, you can tell, like, I got, I got this notification, this one shout out, Laura Bruning, but like, she listens all the time from Japan. So I got this Hi. email. I got this. You're international I got this, already, bro. I got this email and it goes, it said, you're in, it was like this graph. It was like, I was number two in Japan for arts and entertainment, knowing, what? And like I don't understand how that fact 
comes in because everyone all, on this all, podcast talks about theater is laura bruning lists as the podcast she lives in japan i'm like i'm that assuming that this japan, stat that's is not a name i would have assumed out of japan either laura bruning oh, she's from nebraska. like she's from nebraska oh. like a lot of my friends are from a lot of my listeners are from nebraska probably but like i've i mean i do it's cool like i end up getting people like you to listen like yeah. you listen to like all my episodes I like it's, all. shout out to the last one too shout out to you for the shout, last one. Oh, thank you yeah. thank you for that no no dude um, i love your solo episodes it's like it's on a bill burr vibe <laughs> Where you're just on like, a Bill Burr vibe? Honestly, man, no, it is. It's on a Bill Burr vibe where you just go and you like start talking about whatever comes to mind. And Bill Burr's not always like he's not always making nonstop like stand up comedy level jokes about shit. He is literally just talking about stuff. And when you're when you're talking about stuff, I'm like, dude, maybe I can do this. <laughs> that's what Dustin's head's like. I think it's 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 uh, what I like. Why well, that's why I, I think that because I'm that. like, yo, if Dustin's head is this wild, my head is pretty wild too. Yeah, it's just getting it out. Like, I mean, it's. It's almost like when I'm not acting, like this is the this is what I like to do. I think I've realized that I've never uh, thought of myself as some big time great great actor. I know I'm okay at it, but this is like I think what I am good at is I can listen. I love. I'm very good at listening to people, connecting with people, and just talking about things in some certain way. Like I don't know, like just the connection with people. I'm really good at doing that. But like the solo episodes have been. Almost like therapeutic to me. I was thinking about that. No, no, real no. talk. That that first we feast, uh, last dab hot sauce that they have on hot ones. Mm. I have a bottle of that in my apartment. Did I put that you in do? my top ramen? I love that shit. It's so good. That seems unnecessary it's to me. It's so good. I mean, why? Yeah, it's it's hot. Guess what? Ramen's fine without any of that shit. I mean, yeah, ramen's good, but. Have you ever had it with hot sauce? No, I don't want to because I'll be crying the entire time. Start easy and go with some like Valentina black. Go with the Valentina yellow, Fucking whatever. King of hot sauce over here, dude. Fucking. No, I'm from Southern California, man. We put hot sauce on everything. You, is that is that like everybody a, that's I know a is Cali Mexican. thing that they put like like Nebraska? We put ranch on everything. Do you really? Oh yeah, it's a fucking. You put ranch on, on everything? everything. Like, oh my god, you add ranch. You have ranch on the side. It's like it's. Ranch is fucking everywhere. I get. I guess I get that, man. Ranch is good though. Like I'm not gonna ranch shit on. Good. I'm not gonna shit on anyone for putting ranch on everything. I just. <laughs> it's surprising that you put it on that much stuff. Like, but I mean, it's I put yeah. on like wings and pizza. Yeah, ranch. Oh, pizza, also salad. I wings. No, I don't even put it on salad anymore. French fries. Man. I used to grow yeah, up like everybody had ranch on salads when I was a kid, and then I went to the yeah, first city I ever went salad. to in my life, like the first city, and they were like, "We have this uh, this dressing, this dressing, this dressing." And we got ranch. They're like, "Nope." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> like, huh? They're like, no, we have like balsamic vinaigrette. We've got Caesar. We've got Italian. We've got Thousand Island. I'm like, I don't know what any of those are. I've had ranch for my whole life. That's crazy to me. And then I tried salad without ranch, and I was like, wow, why do people put ranch on salad, man? Like, so, like, there's so many other there's so many other dressings that are so good. You ever had a raspberry vinaigrette? No. What oh, the fuck is that? So good. That's what it is. Yeah, that's. Jeez, I don't even know what that is. Amazing, I don't fucking know, dude. It's um bananas. How good that is! (laughs) It's bananas. Can't believe I went through like twenty years of life without ever having a raspberry vinaigrette. (laughs) It's. I feel like you're somewhat kind of fancy. You want? I don't know. That sounds fancy to me. I don't like that. (laughs) I think in my head, I'm literally you text me today like I'm going to stop by this. I'm going to Wolf Steakhouse to Wolfgang's. I'm like, isn't that like a big time? Like I don't even know shit about nothing. All right, look in my head. I don't know. Th- I, I, yeah, sure. This stuff that might be fancy, but in my head, it's not that bougie because I'm going by myself. I'm not paying for someone else's food. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, um, is that what you do? You put go places like a bougie, fancy place where you're trying to take a girl out? Uh, I mean, if 
I haven't been on a I haven't been on a date date like dude. I probably need to go to therapy for this. <laughs> I haven't. Hey, been, welcome to Dusty's therapy. I haven't been call. on a real like date with a girl where we've actually established it as a date. I've gone on plenty of shit with girls that everybody else in my life is like, dude, you've been on like a million dates with people. In my head, wasn't dates. I was just hanging out. Meetups, meetups and stuff, right? Yeah, I was hanging out with friends. I was hanging out with female friends in places that I would have gone anyway. Yeah. Now, not saying that you can't have dates in those places. All these restaurants, all these comedy shows, all these anything that I've ever done with these girl friends of mine... If they would have said, "Oh, you want to go on a date," or if like if I would if I would have said it, I never saw I never brought it up to them either. But if if anyone would have been like, "Hey, this is a date," or or we're gonna go out on a date, like or let's you and me let's go out together and it'll be a date situation kind of thing. Anyone ever hinted towards that? Totally would have thought it was a date. But in my head, I haven't been on a date since I was like nineteen or twenty years old. Wow, that's even with my like, ex girlfriend of like I don't know how long ago that I don't like. Who cares? Yeah, I I I. I haven't been, it's been a while since I've done like the whole date thing. Like every now and again, it's happened. But I think now I'm just like, I don't go through all that trouble to go on. Like if I'm going to, like I want to meet up with somebody. It's a minor pain in the ass. Huh? It's a minor pain in the ass, it isn't it? It is. And it's just like, dude, I don't want to make wanna it. You put a label on a hangout? Yeah. No. Do you like me or do you Chill. not like me? Do you no. want to hang out or do you not want to hang out? Yeah. I think I won't ever do, I think I live in, you can tell me if this is dumb, but I think if I'm interested in a girl, like the first thing I'm doing is we're going to go out and get a couple drinks. I'm not doing the dinner. I'm not doing anything. Like, I'll pay for the drinks. Don't get me wrong. But, like, Depends I'm not. on the girl for me. But, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do, like, I don't want to make it seem like it's this whole thing. Now, if it's past that and we're talking, I'm like, yeah, I'll take you out. Like, I'm, I'm hopeless romantic. I'll go all out. I'll I'll do. Are some, you still hopeless romantic? I think, I, I think so. But I just haven't done it in so long. Like, I haven't been. It's like now it's like you got two years where wasn't even meeting people yeah you know true. and then that's kind of covid really then, fucked up the whole dating scene for single people who don't like to be on tinder <laughs> i know same <laughs> i fucking I hate, those, hate the internet i'm not good at those dating sites i don't know what to say i don't i don't know how to handle it i don't I feel like i know what to say but i feel like even if i if i say the right thing but i say it over the internet it doesn't matter like I could have taken some time to think about the right they could thing to take say. Take it another way too. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't hear the inflection in my yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like that was clearly a joke, but it's like when you read it just straight. Bill Burr's got a great skit about that, dude. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about like, like, uh, like you know, no means no. No, no doesn't always mean no. Sometimes no is like no, and I don't want. I'm I'm gonna butcher his joke. <laughs> he's like no, no. Sometimes like no, you're being bad. No, come on, stop it. <laughs> but then you get a bad read in a courtroom, and it's like. Your Honor, uh, the the my the defendant and she or the prosecution, uh, she said to the defendant, "No, stop! You're being bad. We can't, we can't do that." And it's like, no, she didn't say it like that. <laughs> it's fucking how you say things a, yeah, a lot really of the time, is, man. Uh, like it's a lot of communication in general is how you say things to people, and I can't do it via text because I'm like, you can't hear me, and I you know for sure you don't know how I'm saying. Yeah. This. And it's when some people, it's like you read it and you were like, that's not how I meant that at all. I, I never mean things how I mean them. Like, or I yeah. never mean things how I say them. Yeah. I think, I think it's funny when you, when people you know who know who you are and you're like, I literally read that in your voice. I'm like, yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm trying to say when I say I that. I think it's even funnier when people you do know read it in the wrong voice and then they get pissed and you're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> do you not know who the fucking am? Do yeah. You not fucking who do you clearly... think you're fucking talking to? Who and then they're like, oh, shit, think my bad. I am, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> but it's the dating thing is like, it's been, I would say it's a, 
sometimes it's been hard for me. Like, it's just like finding that connection. I think I'm at the point where it's like, I want a real connection. Like I just want, and I just don't want to, when do you take the time to be social though? I do. I'm social all the time. Like after work. Yeah. Okay. Like I go out after work all the time. Like I'm always out. Like I think I'll tell you this, me going to Bedford all the time. I was like, why the fuck have I love Bedford. Yeah. I love Bedford. No, no, no. I get I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're about to say. And I Bedford get ain't the one to meet. Like, I'm working, I'm, hey, I'm working I'm, on that, by the way. I, I hope you are. <laughs> but Bedford's not the one where I'm, I'm hanging out with all these older guys. There are, and a lot, like, there are a lot more girls coming into Bedford recently well, that's than, awesome. than there have been in the past. But I know what you're talking about. But I was just yeah, saying, like, shout I out, started. Shout out to Allie and Tara and Bree and Ellie. <laughs> They don't uh, listen to this podcast, dude. I, I'll tell them to. You tell them to. You, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them to. They like follow that. me on Instagram. I'll tell them I was on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out, shout out to Allie and Ellie and all them. <laughs> but Sarah like, I didn't. No, I, they, they live around the corner, dude. These girls, they they had their party. Uh, Allie had a birthday party at Bedford Falls. Had to have brought like 40 girls in their 20s into the bar all in one night. I was like, wow, this has not happened in over a year here. This is no, amazing. This is not. Uh, and I... I kept it professional. I didn't hit on anybody. Not there really. <laughs> do you find it? Do you feel like you constantly like, oh, I do have a question I wanted to get into because so how do you as a bartender? I know you're a guy and it's probably different with girls and stuff, but, you know, bear with me when I try to make through this point. Right. So someone was a, the, there's this bartender that I'm like, this girl's fucking gorgeous. Right. And there was like, oh, she's so into you. I'm like, do you know what bartenders' jobs are? It's to be fucking nice to you. So you give them more money. That's what they do. <laughs> it's like that. Like, that no, 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 it's different. Bet, how they're talking. She's talking like to you. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I'm never going to think that way. Because I was a bartender in Nebraska. I'm doing quotations. You're here, air so quoting bartender yeah, air in Nebraska. Quoting, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving myself that much credit. <laughs> or bartenders or Nebraska. <laughs> it's important. They're all like, Jesus, Dustin. But what I'm trying to get at is. How do you have you like having those issues with like people thinking you're into them or like if someone wants to talk to you? How do you find oh, that? I mean, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to get at. I, it depends, right. it but it's really like, depends. and I would assume like, and you work with girls as bartenders. It's like, oh, that girl's so into me. You're like, dude, the girl's job people, is people to I get work you. with. It's never been a thing like that. Um, yeah. but customers, dude, there are sometimes. And it really depends on the hour of the night and how many shots I've had. Because if you're forward or like Well, dude, sometimes I'm like I'm just loose and I'm just trying to have a good time. There's been nights and I'm not dude, I'm gonna make myself look so bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've I've hoarded up a little bit. Uh what do you mean? I uh there's a night of a couple nights actually, about a month ago where I don't know, man, I was just like wasn't feeling like sad or anything, but I definitely was like feeling like, wow, man, putting effort into trying to be in kind of any kind of real relationship is bullshit. So <laughs> let's just, let's just have fun. Bullshit. Let's just have as much fun as fucking possible. So I'm, I'm doing shots with some people and this girl comes into the bar, no names, but we've been together no, before. No we've, we've hooked up and just hanging we're just talking catching like neither one of us thinks like that we're gonna be each other's boyfriend or girlfriend or anything like that we're not gonna it's not gonna be a steady thing but it's just a thing that's happened between the two of us and we're casual about it right so we're hanging we're both bored whatever blah 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 blah. we start making out because we're both bored and then i'm like my guy you want to what do you want to hang out later on tonight i'm gonna be off at like four in the morning but if you want to hang this is early on it's probably like that's such a weird thing that like i know it's weird to me like hey 
I don't mean to make this as clear that we're probably going to be sleeping over dude, together, but well, get like, up at four. Well, that's the thing, dude. That's that's the thing about working in the industry is like people that work like other servers or other bartenders. If you if we all like we're all hooking up with each other. Not no, we're not all hooking up with each other. But it's just a continuous. But, but circle if we all, like, well, of it's bartenders like and the easiest in New York City. The easiest hookup for a bartender is another bartender, generally because it's like oh. We have the same issues, and we hang out at the same time. We have the same okay. hours. Like if you, if for any reason there's another bartender that lives in my neighborhood but gets off at a different time and comes over to hang out, they're like, "Oh, I get your struggle. I'm gonna hang out this late too, and I'm totally normal hanging out this time, right?" So it's like, ah, that's it. That, so that this this girl comes in, and we we've hooked up before, and we're chill about it, and it's like midnight. I still have four hours left on my shift, and. There's not really a whole lot going on in the bar. We just start talking. We're just like, we're both in a flirty mood and we both have a little bit of a tiny buzz going and we start making out for a little bit. And I was like, what's your plan tonight? You want to like, you want to hang out? You want to, you want to do whatever, whatever. And she's like, ah, actually I have a friend who's coming to, I have a friend who's coming over who's hammer drunk. And I told them, that, I told him he could stay on my couch. So um, it's not probably not, you know, studio apartments in New York. Not really private. <laughs> Not so, private at all. I'm like, all right, totally Barely get that. No big deal. Yeah, whatever. So she leaves. And then later on in the night, this other girl comes into the bar. Now, I'm not super into this girl, but she and her friend, they come in, they hang out, and they're both, they're cool as <laughs> customers go. I'm not into her as far as like, I don't want to hang out with her, but I know she's into me because she's made it clear okay. before. And between the first girl and this girl coming in, I've done a bunch of shots of people because people keep buying me shots. I'm getting drunk, dude. Not like, again, I've never been too drunk to do my job. Just putting that out there. I just live in a steady, a continuous idea that all bartenders are drunk the entire time. No. Or at least no, buzzed. Not, at uh, least buzzed. No, like, man. why not? I don't it's, know how you deal with it if you're not buzzed. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's that might be true. But I'm I'm on I'm working on a solid, like, having a good time vibe, right? Yeah, well, yeah. This girl comes up and the bar's busy. Everyone's everyone's doing their own thing. Nobody's paying attention. And this girl comes over to the side and she's like, hey, I uh I think you're really cute. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, and I'm like, I'm drunk and I'm trying to be nice. Like, I don't think anything of it. I'm like, hey, you're you're cute too. And she was cute, just not my type. I, like, Everyone's got a type. Like her, That's okay. Not not like her looks based. Like, like I know who she is as a person. Like how we've interacted. I'm like, she's just not my type. So I'm just, yeah, hey, you're cute too. And she's like, like is, I hope this isn't weird, but like I really want to kiss you. I'm like, uh, sure. And I'm like, I don't want to make people feel bad. So I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. So she starts making out with me. I'm like, oh my god. This isn't a kiss. This is aggressively. You're put. You were throwing your tongue down my throat. Whoa! So we're making out now. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I feel like that's just a bar. I think Dude, there's a I, thing about bar, like your bartender. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like a uh, aphrodisiac is probably not the right word, but it's just one of those like things that everybody like people are more into for I, some I guess, reason you dude, know what i mean like I, it's a and that kind of sucks too because i'm like wow am i like are you into me or are you just into my job or what the fuck i is- think do you feel i feel like that's one of those it's like if you said i'm an nfl player or whatever like everyone's like ooh, yeah or something but it's one of those like <laughs> sorry 2021 ooh, too it's like an ambiance thing like i'm not again i child i could tell you stories about my nebraska bar 10 days but there it's just it's this it almost seems like that p- job creates this ambiance and people just like, 
let me go hook up with the bartender because it's almost like either you could can't, be. you shouldn't do that or something. But do you feel like it is like that? Yeah, it could be. It could be people trying to get free drink. It could be anything, dude. It could I mean, be anything. Yeah. I wouldn't trust that. I would trust if That's I was a bartender thing. and That's... the girl was coming up to me and like trying to talk to me, I would feel like all you That's want me to do is give me free drinks. I don't because like, dude, like I'm not giving my number out or anything, but no one's asking for it either. A lot of a lot of these girls, they're just like they just come through and they're like, "Oh my god, look at you! Look at your hair! Look at your like behind the bar, blah blah blah." Compliment I wouldn't trust them at all. And dude, same night, same night after the second girl left, third girl comes in. It's got to be like three a.m. At this point, I'm like, dude, I am done. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to close the bar. Ready to go home. This girl comes in. She and her friends, they know me. They've been in before. They, they just, we've met, but that's it. We've met. One girl's like, oh my God, I just, I never noticed about your hair. I'm like, oh, here we go. Your hair. <laughs> Dude, it's always my it's fucking always your It's always hair. my fucking hair. Kyle has medium black hair. It used to be longer. I just cut it for well, the wedding. Yeah, it was, it was longer hair, like longer yeah. than me. Like, but yeah, yeah no, I have like, I just like, I fucking have hair. And people are like, they come, these girls come in, they're like, oh my God, I want to touch your hair. So this girl, she straight up grabs the back of my head like she's going to fucking, like she's going to yank on my shit. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and then she pulls me in and she starts making out with me. I'm like, all right. And this girl's pretty hot. Not going to lie. Like, of the three, probably the most interested in this one. <laughs> And like I'm like, all right, dope. End of the night. I'm probably like, fuck yeah. But she's like, yo, I can't hang. I gotta go. I'm like, you just got here. Oh my <laughs> dude, what is wrong with my life? I'm like, <laughs> you I'm- just have I just <laughs> I just feel like I would never be able to trust things like that. Like you're dealing I, no, with No, I don't. You're dealing with people. Dude, in you a have no idea how high is- my walls are. <laughs> you have no oh. idea how high my walls are. Oh, I would be like, I can't you can't impen- penetrate that. Like you're just dealing with people that are drunk and out of their minds half the time. Dude, and then and the few times that I actually do have feelings for someone, it's like, nah, it doesn't work for whatever reason. I've fucked it up. Other people weren't into it. I've let other people fuck. It, like, there's... It, when, Something happens. Yeah, whenever I want it to be real, it's like, shit's not... Like, I haven't had anything real in seven years. It's... <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> and then, not for... Not to blame everybody else, like also for uh, blame like, everybody else. Fuck no, 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 no. There, there was probably like five years of not trying at all. <laughs> Just being like, dude, fuck real. What? What do fuck I want real? real shit I don't for? need that. I don't yeah. need that in my life. Yo, let's make that money, son. Let's make that money. <laughs> make that money and travel. Let's go see the world, which I'm still kind of on that vibe, having a great time with. So it's not that yeah. big of a deal. I'm just making a point. No, but I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, like sometimes I think even with me, like I don't. It'll be. Do I want? I don't have the effort to want to do this right now. I don't, I'm so, I'm so insecure. I'm a really insecure person. And I constantly think someone's not into me or not into whatever. So like, I don't like to, I hate that rejection, which everyone hates that. Everyone hates rejection, but I just, I'm almost too afraid of it that I'm like, I'm not even going to try, but bring it back to my point. Bartenders are mostly supposed to be nice to you. So how do you ever think a bartender is into you? I just think it's hysterical because, like, so I'd many people I've heard for years, years, years. And I'm sure you heard it, too. But it's like someone will be like, no, I think the bartender likes you. You should go after them. I'm like, their job is to be nice to you so you give them more money. Now, it doesn't mean they're being fake. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we're being fake. Aren't they? <laughs> Probably. I'm being fake a lot with a lot right? of people, dude. There you, are a lot of people. How do you differentiate the people? It's like if you have regulars or like Dude, whatever. That's the, that are, that's the sign of a good this bartender. This person knows who Kyle is. But, so it's, you're saying it's like 
you don't know when. Like, I don't know when Kyle's being real when he's talking to me. I'm not going to gonna lie, dude. As as a bartender, I don't think I could go into a bar and if a, if there's a good bartender there, I don't know if I'd be able to tell if she's into me or if she's just bartending. If she's good at her job. If she's bad at her job, then I'm like, this girl is just saying nice shit and doesn't give a fuck right now. And to her credit, she doesn't have to give a fuck. Yeah. She just she should just be saying nice shit. But when you make it obvious, then obviously you don't give a shit or obviously you're If you make it obvious that you don't give a shit about the person and you're just saying nice shit to a customer, mm-hmm. I would say and this is just me being snooty, but that I would say that that is you not giving a shit about bartending. Okay. Now Maybe you give a shit about bartending in a different way, where you're like, I want to make craft cocktails. I want to make something amazing. I want to, I want They don't even care about the social aspect of the yeah. job. It's literally just like they want to do the. Yeah, like I want to do, a, I want to be an artistic bartender. Fine. Like if you work at a place like Dead Rabbit or Death and Co or something, then cool. Like that's exactly what you're supposed to do. But at a place like Bedford Falls, like not that we don't give a shit about the quality of our drinks or anything like that. I mean, look, I, I made the cocktails on those on the yeah. menu. I, not not all of them right now. I don't want to take credit for shit I need to do. But <laughs> I did make all the cocktails on a menu at a certain point during our, you know, like yeah. like spring this year, I think. It was either spring or summer this year. You got to do year. that creative side of Yeah, the spring or summer this yeah. year, dude. All the cocktails on the menu, I, I, I made them. Brian asked me to make all the drinks. I made the drinks. Except for the frosé, which is a, a pre-made drink that comes... From, it's a blended drink from the kitchen. Not to shit on it. <laughs> not to shit on I, it. Dude, I, 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 but they didn't I don't want to take anything away from anyone. Oh, fuck. I'm not trying to be an asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, I made all the drinks, right? So, you can be proud of that. And, and I was proud of that. But at the same time, I got to keep in check. Like, keep myself in check. Like, I made... I made four ingredient... Five ingredient drinks that you can put out in 12 seconds... Yeah, and like drinks to make quickly so for people. The biggest part of your like job that. is the connection. And the biggest talk. part of my job at my at the bar where I work is the connection to people and like making them feel like they're at home and they're being served by someone who likes them, a friend. You know, they're so part of the family. So if not you're to, not good at the job, then you're not going to do that part of it well. You're going to yeah. be like, "Oh, look, I made this fucking drink. Oh, awesome! Look at this great drink I made." And people are going to be like, "Man, fucking Kyle's an asshole, but he makes a good drink." Yeah. But you would, but so to go back, you're saying like, you, you're saying to some review, I guess, you're saying that a good bartender, you can't tell when there's a difference in that. When it's like, Depends Kyle on and I are friends, Kyle and I is my bartender. If you're going to a place where you're a regular and you're on a first name basis with the bartender, I think they're doing a phenomenal job. If you are questioning, this person's into me, this person isn't into me. Okay. Even like, yeah, even if you're not saying like the end of a part, like the, all that shit, I'm talking like just friendship. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just like interested in what you have to say. Like, dude, there are, I, I, I'm telling you, there are plenty of people that come through the bar where I work and they probably think that I'm their friend. And I'm like, yo. I'm cool with you. I don't dislike you at all. I think I think I'm actually happy to see you when you come around. But I'm probably not going to hit you up to go hang out outside the bar. I'm not going to hit you up and be like, "Yo, you want to go to a Rangers game? Oh, yo, you want to go to this fucking go-karting thing with me? You want to go you want to go fucking tripped on some drugs or something?" Like, I'm not going to hit up 
a lot of the people that probably think I'm pretty cool with and that I am actually cool with. You're like cool I, with, but it's I genuinely the, the like level, these people. Which makes sense that so you have to have a yeah. At certain, at a, like there are some people that I'm like, yo, you are giving me money. You're giving me a. a you give me a nice amount of money. I am not complaining about my life one bit. You are yeah. giving me a you're giving me a good amount of money. Why would I be a dick to you? Yeah. Why why would you <laughs> I'm going to be nice. I'm going to treat you I'm going to treat you nicely. Hopefully you give me more money. But there's not the line that's but there's, not crossing the line of I'm not your friend. Right. You know. There's other people who are my friends who are they're going to come into the bar and they're going to have probably the same experience in the bar as far as like how I'm talking to them or, any, or something like that, but Maybe they'll notice like a few drinks aren't there on their tab, you know? Maybe they'll notice like maybe maybe it'll be like, "Oh, hey bro, I'm doing this thing sometime soon. Would you want to go?" Like I'll invite I'll, I'll invite people I like, people that I actually want to be friends with out to go do shit outside of the bar. Yeah. You know? But I so like what you're saying is one, me and you have never been friends. <laughs> Two, except for the entire time we've been trying to do this. <laughs> do this. Um, and then I should never trust any bartender and what they're saying. Honestly, Not like I hate to be a pessimist, <laughs> no. but I would say, like, I mean, fuck, like that's no, what dude. that's that was my whole point. I was listening to these people, but it's been years, right? No, it's it really like this is. Age dude. old like, thing. It's like, oh, the bartender likes me. I'm like, no, they fucking don't, dude. No, dude, I'm I'm very much like it's it's why you you'll almost never see me hit on someone at work, yeah. like in the service industry. I'll never hit on a waitress. I almost never hit on bartenders. I can't even remember the last bartender or waitress I ever hit on. I hit on a girl in Lake Elsinore, California, fucking years ago. <laughs> he knows the exact place. Well, I wasn't. It's where I lived, and I didn't Lake work Elsinore, in the industry California. yet. But, but that's the thing, dude. Like you, you just you will rarely, rarely see me hit on someone while they're working if they work in the service industry in any form of the service industry because it's like. Dude, like you, you benefit from being nice to me. You benefit from making me feel good. So, yeah. why would I think that there's something more to it than your money? Your fucking money runs everything. Money runs everything so much that I hate how much that I love money. <laughs> Dude, you don't know, like. I okay. get joy from seeing my paychecks. I'm like, yeah. Yes. Cool thing. I have Why money. Not? I have money. I, I can pay for things that I want. I yes. <laughs> it's materialism. It's capitalism at its worst. And it actually, it, it's, it's, I don't, dude, I don't want to be an activist anymore. I, I like, I've never, like, I don't want to care. I don't want to care about the world anymore. I do. I, I, I do, but you're. I see the horrible things in the world, and I know how much I can't do anything about it. And like, how much every time I bring it up, everyone's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're making me sad. I'm like, well. I was already sad, but, <laughs> but you know, you fucking. Think, but I mean, like, but like you hear somebody, if they say that they love money, that they, they think that they're a materialistic person. What would you say to that? Like people you that probably think, are. I am materialist. I'm materialistic yeah. too. I love money, bro. I, for my birthday, I bought myself a coat. Like <laughs> I could have bought not? myself something that would bring me joy, like an experience or something. But instead I spent x amount of, i'm not gonna be that guy but i spent x amount of dollars on a coat that i was like am i retarded but I, yeah i don't think that's wrong like i mean i love having money to pay for drinks for people i love to be like i got the yeah, dad, but, i got but this. you're you're paying for drinks for other people you're you're providing an experience like people are gonna be like oh yeah remember that time dusty got the tab yeah. well, drinks I mean, on dusty don't. most of the time they don't remember they literally don't you don't remember some... no they don't it oh they will okay. yeah hey dude. let me tell you something Hey, hey, this out there. That's if a lesson for you, man. Don't be like, picking yeah. up everyone's tabs well, all the I've time. I've gotten over it now. I'm like, it's yeah, a man. thing. Like, I remember, my best friend Miles would tell me, your love language, Dustin, is you love to take care of people. I was Dude, like, yeah, same I here. Because I remember oh, the coolest thing. I hope that didn't come up in the yeah, head. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. 
Um, but I remember <laughs> like watching my dad, like my dad, even when I was younger, didn't have all the money in the world. But he would always pay for people when they went out. And I just thought it was the coolest thing to watch my dad take care of people like that. So when I got into a semi-area where I can do that and be like, I got the tab tonight. It's fine. Yeah, my parents like, didn't I do that. I love doing that. My parents didn't do that. Not no? to shit on my parents. They're not like, they're not cheap. My parents were never, like, my parents aren't wealthy, though. Like, they, they, we didn't. My parents aren't wealthy at all either. Parents, I mean, my, my dad does okay. My parents, just, my parents aren't wealthy. We were, dude, my parents aren't wealthy compared to their friends. But compared to my friends and my friends' parents, I dude, I felt like I was rich when I was growing up, really? and I felt like an asshole a lot because I was like, I would invite friends over to my house sometimes, and like it wasn't all of them, but it was some of my friends would come over and they're like, "Whoa, your house is so big!" And like for the longest time, like up until I was in high school, I was like, "Wow, I live in like I live in a suburban house. I live in like a whatever like suburb house." And it's not to like not like not against my parents like i just like my parents raised me in a way that i was so comfortable that i didn't yeah. realize what rich and poor was i just that's great that's awesome, i i like because... now knowing i like that all said i wasn't rich we were we were middle class but like we were middle class in a time where the middle class was almost non-existent anymore mm-hmm. you know so like i did grow up with mad privilege and i don't want to call it white privilege because it came from my asian mom you know, <laughs> she had a fucking banging job where she was like doing international finance for Fortune 500 companies or some Jesus. shit, dude. Like I don't, under, I don't even know what she did. She was traveling the world on this shit though. My dad was like hardcore, like not hardcore, but my dad's in the construction industry and he was a union worker for the longest time. Like yeah. my dad's a white guy, but you know the union is union's pretty fucking mobbed up as far as I know. Like, <laughs> it's pretty mobbed up. Union's just another word for. Motherfuckers who don't take shit from the government. <laughs> so, but, I mean, I like your awareness in that, though. Like, I mean, knowing, like, hey, shout out to punk rock, dude. That's how I got it. Punk rock, anti flag, for blood and empire. Anyone who's what listening the fuck to this, does that even mean? Anyone who's listening to this uh, to this podcast right now, go find the album for blood and empire by anti flag if you can find it in physical copy on cd get that because the lyric book (laughs) is why i'm aware of anything that i should be aware of dude the lyric book to this album was so dope they have all the lyrics for every song that they're that's on there and this band obviously they're called anti flag they're gonna be punk rock political motherfuckers right (laughs) okay they're singing about all this crazy shit you know like Confessions of an Economic Hitman is based on the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman, which is a true story of an actual economic hitman's life, you know? This is in this in this song and in other songs, like all the songs in the album, all the lyrics are in the book and they tell you like this is what we're talking about and this is where you can read more about it. I'm twelve years old. I read this shit for the first time. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck was the US government doing? Holy shit. Wait a minute. You mean we start wars for money? <laughs> Dude, punk rock is where it's at. Punk rock and Bill Burr. You want to you want to understand Bill Burr. If you you want to understand how the world works, dude, listen to Burr. punk rock and Bill Burr. There it is. <laughs> oh, and watch V for Vendetta. That's a Bill Burr bo- joke. Ah, V for Vendetta is dope. I'm dude, V for remember. Vendetta is dope. You want to understand how the world works? You want to understand what the government's doing to people? <laughs> Just watch <laughs> V for Vendetta. <laughs> No, I get, I wouldn't say political. I don't think that my opinions bum, bum, bum. are too political. Too political, because again, I'm a moron. I don't actually have real political I feel opinions. Like a fucking moron on a daily basis. But like, if the the things that people think that they're getting all up in arms about, right? You have a problem with something, but you should look into 
the other side's issue. I'm not saying you have to agree with the other side, but look into the other side and see why they think that they're against you because there's probably some benefit human. There's probably some actual like day-to-day benefit for every problem that we have. Yeah. Dude, I hate, I hate the slavery industry, obviously. Don't we all? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you don't, that's one of those things. Yeah, that's one of those things. We probably can't be friends. Yeah, we probably, that's that's one of those those hard lines. I'm really into slavery. I'm like, and we're done. Game changer. That's a game changer one. Like, uh, hey, we, that's a person. But acknowledging that we all hate the slavery industry, the slavery industry is alive and well, and Americans are benefiting from it in the form of clothing. Basically, all. Dude, it's like I I gotta I gotta brush up on this one, but a year ago, eighty four percent of the world's cotton came from Xinjiang, China, and we all know Xinjiang, China was slave labor cotton factories. So, eighty four percent of the world, you think you don't own a shirt that came from a slave? So we're thinking, wow. I mean, yeah, it's it's. it's I'm not saying that's okay. I'm, no, I'm no, just it's saying not like okay. it's it's well, a thing a that realization like, of like this is. You, these that's sort a, of that's the kind of thing that people need to be aware are. of if they want to change the, if you want to if you want to make a change it's not about going online and bitching about it and telling it's not even about me going on like this podcast and telling people about it but if you want to make the change just be aware of shit like that like okay like so slavery come like these these shirts that are made in china are probably made by slaves all right well let's let's find a let's yeah, find well, a shirt that was made in bangladesh yeah it's like if you're if you're thinking yeah it's like just being aware like okay well all these shirts that you're wearing right now Came from sweatshops and came from this and came from that. Yeah, cell phones, um, dude. There's not not a new thing. Comedians make this joke. I'm not even the first person to make this joke, but dude, there there's people in China that were trying to commit suicide because the life of making American cell phones was fucking horrible. So instead of making their lives better, the factory was like, let's put a net around the building so they can't kill themselves. That's dark that's very <laughs> fucking dark, sad jesus christ the sa- no it's sad absolutely but like that's that was that was the real world solution that some business person had not let not make the world a better place for the people involved in this tragic situation the real world solution was all right we can make more money if they don't kill themselves so let's put a net around the building and make it impossible for people who hate their lives to just end that shit right so it's like God damn, that's dark. You got damn, that's dark. No, but that's Fucking the thing is like Jesus we, if, like people, people aren't aware of things like that, and it's like as as if that's we're not, insane. if we're not God aware damn. of it, then it's like, oh, we're not gonna do anything about it. And if we, even if we are aware of it, dude, I still have a fucking iPhone, don't I? Yeah, it's isn't that horrible. We all just make it. Just seems like we all make concessions. You can't live in this world without having an iPhone. I mean, what am I gonna do? Not be able to text people with blue messages? Yeah, what am I gonna do? I don't need. What am I gonna text with green bubbles? I don't even know where we're going with that topic, but it's like (laughs) it's just the idea that like I don't know. We went from like people not respecting the troops because I jokingly said like we're rambling. Hey, hey, get ready. This is gonna be a random podcast. Random, random, rambling. Hey, how's your how's your relationship with your like your family and your parents and all that? With my oh, I mean that's that's the thing that's actually fascinating with me people with me okay. for people in New York. I think. Cheers, by the well, way. Cheers, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna do the shot, like, yeah. fucking, can't just let it sit there. That's alcohol die. abuse. I believe. I in think me. that's an interesting question. I think personally, I'm a big family man. I have my mom is the most loving person in the world. Like, I've gotten all my loving, sentimental things from her. Um, My mom and dad got divorced when I was in, like, third, fourth grade. 
And all I've really, like, most of my memories are of them being divorced. I don't really have too many memories of them being together other than a couple stories or a couple things. And most of that, also going back to what you said. Is that weird for you? When I think about it, it kind of is. But also know that people, I think I would have rather it happened younger now, thinking of the outside. Like, because having it younger was like, I don't really remember it as much. I think some people, when they're older, like, all they knew was their mom and dad are together. That could probably affect them a little bit more. It's definitely affected me in certain things. Um, I think, go, like, <laughs> me and my dad's relationship is probably the one where it's like, I got daddy issues, right? <laughs> like, I got it. I got Preach things. Preach the choir. <laughs> yeah, preach the choir, right? And I think it's me and my dad, like... My dad doesn't tell me he loves me. My dad doesn't give me that kind of emotional things. I will say, though, I I got all that from my mom, but my dad and I's relationship is different. It's, he knows me in a different way than my mom knows me. Because my mom knows the all-out Dustin. Yeah. My my mom knows Dustin in, this, in the sad side, the emotional side, the angry side. Like, she knows everything. My dad knows Dustin in a different way knows me like what I give him. He doesn't really get the, this really happened to me today. Or like, we don't have those kinds of talks. We talk about the other things that are, it's not like emotional feeding. So I think it's good. And I think now I've realized more that like, there's a reason my dad's a certain way. There's a reason I'm this way. And I picked up a lot more from him than I even thought I did. And I kind of understand him more because I have the mix of my mom and knowing, okay, I think this way because of my mom, but I also think this way because of my dad. And it's good. But I mean, like, it's it's a toss-up. I've been dealing with that for years where I'm like, oh, me and my dad don't have this issue. And I always want him to make him proud. I have emotional, sad things. Like, my friends know, like, I've never even met Dustin's dad. But they know. Like, the people that are listening to this, like, know, like, oh, Dustin, has, yeah, he's dad. He's got some dad shit. Yeah. And I could tell you stories and shit. But, like, it's, I, it's, it's good. But it's my dad was always missing on that emotional front. Do you feel like you know how like your dad thinks about things, like thinks about you and your relationship? Like, do you under, do you think you understand how your dad processes all of it, um, or do you think it's more like you're? Do you still get kind of like, dude, what's what, what is going on? Like, what, I, I don't understand you. I think I don't understand a lot of the way he thinks, but I think I've started to understand it a little bit more. But like when it comes to us, I would tell my 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 aunt. My aunt Amy is like my dad's right hand person. His, his sister, his, yeah, his younger sister, who gets like it's one of like the the person that gets all the info. Like he just talks to her about everything. But I'd be like, my dad doesn't like he's not proud of me. He doesn't love me. He doesn't care for me. He's like Dustin. He told me the other day how proud he is of you, but he won't tell me that. Yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> but I know of from people will tell me. It's like when I'm when I was working at the bar that he built, and then I'm like. Oh, you yeah, bought it at his bar? Yeah. Okay. Like that he built and everything. And Damn, then, your dad built a bar? That's kind of sick. Yeah, he's a, like he's a master carpenter. He builds fucking houses, builds fucking shit. Damn. Your but dad, like, not only like he like literally built, he's a carpenter. Yeah, he's, I like your dad, man. I got to meet your dad. I was a carpenter. He's a real one. It's, <laughs> But I think, I don't even know what I'm trying to get at. It's just, um, I don't understand No, I get it, dude. I think I mean, like, what you're saying is basically what I was, that's probably how I would have answered it. Yeah, it's, you don't know, I don't know it's what he's thinking sometimes, and I think he'll tell me he's okay, but then... I will say the past couple months, I've realized more. I'm like, my dad thinks this way because of this, because I think this way because of this. I know my dad is an incredible, loyal person. You ever try so, to talk to your dad like a therapist? No, we never have those talks. We've no. had maybe two emotional talks where he knew I was sad about something, where I went through my big depression stage, and he 
the best he did was he said I love you, which he doesn't say to me. And he, he hey, had that's a friend. pretty dope, man. He so told somebody he's like, "Can you go talk to him because he's having these issues?" My mom gets that's the pretty crying, dope. Though. I mean, like he, your dad like he, knew that you he, needed help. When I like my dad, if I know something's there, if I if I did text him like, "Dad, I need I need two hundred dollars right now," he'd send me two hundred dollars without questions. But he doesn't. It's not like an as openness where it's always there. It's I know that he's there, but Dude, I'm that's never going to ask my him dad, for Like if my if I asked my dad for money, he'd help me out. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, like I got I got you, no problem." And he just because of the way he raised me, I would feel guilty if I didn't pay him back. But he would never ask me to pay him back if I told him I needed help with money. Yeah. But if I tell him I'm like. Dude, if I tell him, like, I'm having some emotional issue, like, if I have some, like, I, like, dude, I need some help processing some shit, I don't even think he hears the question. No, yeah, my dad's my, not like that. My dad fucking, He doesn't like, have those. He, no, but I mean, like, you said your dad would be like, hey, I think my son needs some help, like, like, like tell him, I like, found hey, out that he did that, well, like, that when I found out, like, when she, re- when this mom reached out to me, this lady was like, hey, he needs this help. But yeah, he went out. But he would never tell me that he did that. Yeah, so I know, only my, know that my because dad she told me. Straight up, not even hearing the question. Like he's oh, not. He's not right. even hearing it. Like he is. Dude, I, I asked my dad a couple weeks ago. I was. It was just way too early in the morning. Like I wasn't awake and like myself yet. I was yeah. just sad. I don't know what it was. I was just listening. To, I was listening to some real good music. Shout out to the Menzingers. Their album "Hello Exile." third song on there is called uh it's called high school friend and the uh the chorus of that song it goes i was getting fucked up with a high school friend wondering where all the good times went i was getting fucked up with a high school friend and then like the way that like it, that's like the basic part of it and then like the rest of the lyrics like just hearing it and like it was too fucking early in the morning and probably had residual alcohol alcohol and weed from the last <laughs> night left over and my dad and i are just like we're driving it's like 5 30 in the morning it's still fucking nighttime like the sun's not even up and i'm just like asking my dad i'm like dad how many how many friends had you lost by the time you were my age i'm 27 and i've i've lost some friends dude I, like i've had i've had a bunch of friends die of various things suicide yeah. ods car crash whatever like and i've had friends that that threatened suicide that i went back to california to like to quote unquote to save you know like i it was it was literally like a i need you to come home please help me kind of thing yeah and i i've i went there for that i've had other friends i've had other friends that didn't ask and you know couldn't couldn't get out of that Right, so like I don't know. I was just not to get too dark about like I don't want people. Even... <laughs> oh, that I mean, no, it's. I mean, life's but life. Like, that life's is, life, dude. It's you, affected you a lot. I, I mean, mean it, I yeah, de- I mean, definitely. But I'm fucking this morning or that that one morning. I'm asking my dad. Like, I'm like, hey, like I'm just trying to open up conversation with him, just because like that happens to be the thing going through my head. And he talked about like a couple of his friends. And I was asking him about like, Bob, like, what do you feel? This? What did you feel? That? How did you get through this? How did you get through that? And then like. Uh, he didn't ask me like I, I don't like I don't know maybe uh, maybe it's my fault for expecting something of it but like he didn't ask me shit like he didn't ask me anything like oh what about like you, what about you like why yeah, are you are bringing you this up this? like yeah. are did, are you bringing this up because you've lost friends like how do you feel about this blah blah and then I even told him like I had some friends that I lost and didn't bring any didn't even want to like further the conversation it was kind of like spacing out like just on the drive whatever and i was like yeah well my dad does that too it's like he doesn't it doesn't get too emotional he won't do the emotional things he'll uh, end it and then like, we'll move on to the next does thing. that fuck you up because like that fucks me up 
It has. It has. It's made me. I think it a lot. I think it's the reason why I don't let people in as much. Where I'm like very closed off to where like I. That's why I get frustrated when you can say it's a girl or a friend. Like if it's a girl that I'm interested in, I let them pass that emotional barrier, and then they hurt me. Then I immediately hate them. Like I can't. I I don't let. It's very hard for me to let people pass that. Dude, that, I that, might that wall for not so much for girls, but for for like my guy friends. I'm. Like, I don't tell. I usually don't tell. I just it's only literally because we're on here and it's like this is like a dude, even if if it was you and me out at a different place right now, I probably wouldn't even be talking about this. I'd just be like, yo, what what kind of fun shit do you want to yeah, talk about? You, Let's you, have a good you, time. You like the color red? But just like that's just the fact that we're in this setting and it's like us we're getting drunk, we're like we're just talking <laughs> about random shit, whatever comes to mind. No, like yeah. let, let's get as real as possible. It's a podcast. <laughs> but know? it's yeah, it's not letting people I, I, mean, I genuinely friends, can't talk about this with friends like whatever. This. Like I have a hard time with it. I I don't want to let people in unless I know they're going to be there. Have I, you ever talked to your dad about it? No. Like have you ever told him like, hey, I think that I have these issues because you shit. Never was, been able to. I, was, I don't. I, I don't know hoping. how that would happen. I don't know how to go about that. Dude, my I, mom. My mom and I talk about every personal. Same thing here. In the world. I have literally to my mom's face blamed her for some of my problems. I've been like, yo. Yeah. You fucked me up in this way, this way, this way, and this way. And she's like, well, you were also an asshole. And I'm like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, but this is how I'm seeing <laughs> My mom it, and yeah. I talk so openly about things like that. Like, I'm not, like, we won't, there there are certain things that you just don't talk about with your mom, obviously, right? But, the, like, there's, as far as, like, our relationship with each other and, like, my evaluation of it over, like, growing up and becoming an adult. Like, hey, mom, like, remember when I was a teenager and you smacked me in the face with a rolling pin? what no i don't remember that uh ask david about Uh, here's the thing it's not just me that remembers that i saw uh, i have a friend that saw you do that so okay fine i did that (laughs) i i can i can talk shit to my mom but she'll be like you remember the time that you stole my ipod and i'm like i didn't steal your ipod you thought i stole your ipod because you lost your ipod and i stole an ipod from a kid at my school that had a white (laughs) ipod and (laughs) i didn't actually steal your ipod but in fairness, the lesson is the same. Don't steal things. And don't like, steal. I definitely, the same. Don't I definitely steal did shit. steal some shit. Um, I think everyone, I think they're, my mom knows everything about me. She knows my frustration. She knows my anger. She knows this. Um, I mean, like to your, like saying, or to your point, like I, yeah, there's things I don't want to talk to my mom about, but she knows, she knows all the pain. She's, but she, she knows it's not like you talk to your mom about like chicks you hook up with. Yeah, but I've never, I don't talk to my dad about that either. Yeah, I, I wouldn't talk to my dad about that either. But like, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't like, go, just to like, like to a she point. She puts like, it together, and I'm like, mom, <laughs> we don't need to get into this part. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I'm a, it's like, Dustin, you don't need to be doing that. I'm like, okay, okay, mom. Could you imagine, like, mom, I'm 69, this girl. Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. Um, Could you imagine the focus on this girl while I was getting up on her shit and she was getting up on my shit? And your mom's just like puking. <laughs> do you, um, wait, all right, here's a, this is a, probably too in depth question. I guess I have a little bit of a story with it, but it like, so when did your parents find out you, you had sex for the first time? Probably like this, like a day after it happened. Yeah. So when you were like, so when I was, I was dude, I lost my virginity at 19. So well, I lost my like fifteen. Yeah, I, I was I was like way late considering all my friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I was, my parents were probably like, "Fucking finally, this door." But I remember <laughs> when my mom had found out. She, um, <laughs> the, the girlfriend at the time, I wasn't allowed to date till I was sixteen. 
So every like dating girls was I had to keep it very hush hush or some shit. But I remember the girl's uh, sister told her dad, and then the dad called my mom oh my to say God, that that what happened. A horrible yeah, re- way, really, really fucked up. <laughs> but I remember her coming into my room yelling at me, just just so mad. And then the next day she says, "Get in the car." And I go, "Okay." So we're in the car, and then she's driving. I go, "Where are we going?" And she says. She won't say anything to me. Won't talk to me. So I'm just sitting there in silence. And then finally she gets to our church, parks, and she goes, go pray for your sins. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, oh, my God. I forgot you grew up religious, didn't you? Yeah. Like, I was, yeah. uh, I was Dude, like, not me. what? And that's, then I remember, uh, that's like, so after. Weird. I don't know how people do that. Like, I walked in. I just sat there. I was like, Mom, I don't know what we're, what we're doing. And then, like, she, we drove around and made me get, um, we applied for every job. <laughs> like I was supposed to get a job. I had to, cause I had no, no free time to have sex. No free time for this shit. No, man. I, that's the craziest thing is like for people that I like people that grew up religious. I don't know. I, I can't relate to that in any bit at all. <laughs> all of my friends, my closest, not, I don't know, not even, not all of them, but like, my best friend, David, back in California, he grew up so... He and I used to argue about religion when I was in middle school. I remember him being like, well, no, like, there's there's no proof that God's not real. I'm like, there's no proof that God is real. I'm just... I'm not even saying that he's not real, bro. I'm just saying I don't fucking know. I'm like... I'm just saying, I don't know. Dude, I was, I was so agnostic. I, mean, like, I was so like, agnostic. You talk religious people, you could be like... I say I'm religious. I believe in God, but I can't tell you... Dude, I even tried to give them the benefit of the doubt where I was like, bro, I think there's probably, there's more than likely, there's There's... something out there that we can't understand that can figure out a way to control or manipulate our life. Can I tell you that there is? No, I can't. I can tell you what I believe. Am I going to say that it's exactly what you say it is in your book? Probably not. That shit's wild. You're talking about humans doing inhuman shit that literally zero people in the history of people have ever seen. seen. Yep. Like, no, I don't believe in that necessarily, but I believe that something like that might have happened that people at the time tried to attribute to the only thing that they could understand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I totally get that. Not only I that, mean, let's talk about religion as it is. Dude, the story is thousands of years old and has been translated through a fuck ton of languages that don't exist anymore. How in the fuck are you going to tell me that what's happening in this book that's written in English is what actually happened? That was translated thousands, thousands of times. Thousands of times through through languages that don't exist. That's like, are you at one fucking point, crazy? The Bible said it was no. okay to stone women for infidelity or something. Dude, but- they're talking about like you would go to hell if you ate salmon or, or like shellfish on certain days. You yeah, would go to hell that's... if you talked to women while they're on their period. This is a wild belief system it is, that we've and, kind but, of just been like, nah, well, well, let's pick and choose the things that you can go to hell for now. the same way, like we say with politically. <laughs> exactly. People pick the one thing it's they It's a matter of in, control, but man. it's not okay. We but, start like, smoking we this joint, all part. of a sudden we're talking about how people are controlling <laughs> us through religion and politics, bro. They don't want us to know this. That's why it's been illegal for so long, dude. Is it illegal in New York? Not anymore. I mean, technically, yes, but no. Someone's going to shut my podcast down. They're like, you smoking weed on that podcast? Or nah, you, you can do whatever you want. Say Rogie's doing it. Rogie's doing it. Yeah, we, we, we Yo, like you just had here. Dude, they had, like, he just had Snoop Dogg on, and they'd smoked like I six months. I haven't listened to that one yet, but I love it. Uh, I just finished it today. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg played a lot of his new music. I was like, all right, good for this dude. You're promoting himself. <laughs> this dude. Um, they smoked like six blunts. 
That's a lot. Dude, that, I smoke weed every day. That's a lot of weed. What Does that affect your fucking... Like, is like all my roommates... Uh, my roommates smoke weed a lot. And I've had people that have smoked fucking weed. Fucking way to out them, dude. Huh? Fucking narc. They, they, they fucking know. They know. They, they're not. They're not. <laughs> they fucking know. They know um, I'm going to tell. That, but does that... um? Are you one of those? Does it affect you a lot? Like I'm, I'm not. I will say I'm not the biggest weed person. Like I've done it. I've smoked. I smoke on a regular. Like I'll smoke with people I like, but what I do don't mean, do it on a regular. When you say basis. affect me, like does it? Like do I feel getting high still? No, I'm trying to say it doesn't affect you negatively. You know the, Oh I'm no, I've never had a bad. I've never had connotations. A, I've had bad highs. I've never had a bad experience from any drugs I've ever done, even the ones that I didn't mean to do. So what's the what is the negative connotation of weed that you would say is completely wrong? Oh, uh, people like to say it makes you lazy. That's not true, right? Because I people are just some people are very some people are yeah some people are just lazy and some it, people in general are just yeah lazy. no no some people are just lazy. Weed weed just amplifies whatever thing that you were already gonna be. Like if you're a lazy person and you smoke weed, you're just gonna sit around and smoke weed. That's my problem right now. I'm not always a lazy person but generally speaking i'm kind of lazy so if i start my day by smoking weed i'm just gonna sit around and smoke weed and play video games is that the same with drinking too like doesn't it i would i would think that drinking you can it it amplifies who you are on the inside a little bit absolutely i think drinking is a little bit more violent yeah uh (laughs) <laughs> violent it's not, not not that it makes you a violent person but i mean it's aggressive the the yeah, change it, it does change who, like literally yeah the, drunk, the mental like, change that you feel remember. from yeah. alcohol is definitely more aggressive than the mental change For you're gonna sure. feel from weed yeah weed is it's just too chill in general like like i've i've never there's there's nothing in weed that makes you more aggressive there's shit in alcohol that I'm not a scientist. I can't. I can't tell you exactly how it happens. But just <laughs> neither be, of us are. We should be talking about a, this at all. We being fucking, a we don't stoner know. and a bartender, I can tell you, I've never seen anyone smoke we weed and then all about. of a sudden just get fucking pissed off about anything. But I serve drinks to people, and like after their fourth beer, sometimes they're like, "Hey, fuck you, you fucking liberal commie." I'm like, "Whoa, I'm not. Whoa, what dude. the fuck, dude? I'm like That's aggressive. I'm like, I just work here, dude. I'm like, I'm just trying Where to sell a drink." Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> they fuck. I mean, yeah, it changes your mindset definitely. I just am one of the believers, where it's like, I don't think you can blame alcohol on all the decisions that you make. No, no I, I mean, think def- that there's I, times where it's like, oh, I definitely should have weed on that. any of your decisions. You're yeah, at the end of the day, it's whoever you what are. What, yeah, it's yeah. just. It's saying like when they're like, oh, I only only said that I only I'm, cheated on you because I was drunk. No, because no, you amplified because you wanted to have you had that feeling somewhere in your self conscious, and it just brought it up to the surface. Yeah, it's the same way. Like again, you'll with say weed, things maybe you didn't mean to say or whatever. But yeah, I would say with be weed, like, you say I hate less. When people go. Weed slows you down too much. That's a, like alcohol can speed you up. Like as far as like you just react. I, I'm gonna say this is gonna sound like or... I'm gonna sound like such a dumbass saying this, but like it, like. Put, like if if you alcohol if when you drink a lot dude your blood starts pumping you're like let's fucking go let's, yeah. like, like you just kind of get in that mood like like whether it's a sad mood a happy mood a drunk uh, like an angry mood a depressed mood whatever you get your heart starts pumping and you think faster and faster and faster and about more and more things and sometimes you just swing and eventually it all swirls into one thing where you're just thinking like I fucking hate life and yeah. fucking, like it all becomes all swirled into one but you're you're still thinking a bunch of shit smoking weed 
You're barely even thinking anything, dude. You're like, man, what was I even just saying? <laughs> Honestly, was that real? No, 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 no. But like, like that's how that's oh, how it I goes. Oh, I thought down. you really <laughs> asked me. It was like, Jesus, Kyle. <laughs> See, I, God, I could. Act, I should act. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> I should be an actor. I'm just fucking saying right now. But like, honestly, you got me. But that's how that's how it goes down. Like, like. If shit, I finish this whole joint on my own. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there. I'll be like, dude, we're, are we podcasting right now? Like, are we fucking? No, like weed. Weed slows you down, and maybe, maybe you get a little bit more honest about what you're trying to say. But you're gonna say it in such a weird way where you're gonna be like, it's not thought out completely, dude. So, half the time you're gonna say some shit that other people don't even understand. You're gonna say something that's in your head. You just opened up as open as you could possibly be and yeah. be you say the most honest shit to your friends that you will ever say to them and then your friends are gonna go you're so fucking high right now dude what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah but i mean like i just I, I my point i guess is like uh, alcohol can be very you're it's impulsive you're making impulse decisions or you're saying something yeah like but you're when I, actually when I ask making a girl out when i ask someone when i'm like uh, i liked i want to go out with you yeah i didn't i probably wouldn't do this over but drinking i was like oh, i have either. the impulse to do that but you wouldn't do it high if you're high you would think that you did it and you'd you be committed to doing to. it you just wouldn't do it like, i just think that a lot of people don't know how to control it and i think what i get upset about is you can control it now granted if you drink a whole bottle of vodka your mind's not gonna fucking work. Yeah, you're not well. having a good night. I'm not fucking saying that, dude. I use vodka to clean the bar, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, like it's definitely your mind's not gonna work correctly. But there is a way you can control yourself and have some sort of you can fight the awareness because there's studies throughout the entire world that like people. I don't know, man. You do drinks like there's a, there's they can. A lot of people can, that can't control themselves. They can't. Which I don't understand why you can't. I think if you try to, you can. No, I think I think you can, and that's a testament to your alcoholism? drinking. Yeah, drink <laughs> yeah, definitely your alcoholism and your, your liver <laughs> and how it processes alcohol for you. But dude, there's some nights where that's pretty good. There's some nights where I go out and I drink with my friends. I think I'm having a great time. My friends will tell me, like, dude, we didn't even know you were that drunk. I straight up black out. I don't even remember going home. I'm like, how the fuck did that yeah, happen? Yeah, because it's alcohol. But I'm saying what I, what I think. Because there's studies where it's like Does people, that mean I can control it? I think it's somewhat of a mindset. Like, it's because there's studies where you said, like, people would go in. I remember this whole talk I was in, when I was in high school. I always kept this. It was just there's studies. that's like people go to a bar and they fill all the bottles with non-alcoholic shit. But they have a few, and then there's, they still act drunk. And then That's they go. People think that they're they allow they're, themselves to loosen up, and they yeah. think it, this is what's helping them. Right. But Again, I'm not saying if you drink a drunk. whole bottle of vodka, you're gonna do some dumb fucking weird shit. That's not who you are, probably personally. But I'm saying that some people just drink, and then they say like, "Oh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't fucked up." I'm like, no, maybe we need to talk about because you let that inner that your inner you let this something that was in the back of your head come out when you like, let's say you get drunk. Like here's the thing that I do. I'll call myself out on this. That's probably the best example. When I get too drunk, I get sad. Why do I get sad? So that's because my insecurities come out more and I'm, do you get able sad when you're them. with people or do you only get sad sometimes, when you're alone? Sometimes I don't realize it when I hit that point, it'd be like, Dustin's sad right now. Why is he sad? Oh shit. 
And then I'm like, oh, I'm sad because I'm letting the insecurity about something out. So it's not false because that insecurity is there. But I let it out because I drank to a certain point that let that out. Now, would I ever do that on a regular basis? Like, do I ever want to make people around me down? Well, no. no. Of course not. But I'm just saying that there's a reason those insecurities are coming out or whatever. So I, I just think that some people, when they say, like, oh, I was drunk, that doesn't matter. I'm like, it does matter. It's true because something came out from it. So let's talk about it or, like, help it in that situation. I don't know if that makes sense. but No, no, it does. But I don't know. I mean, being drunk, dude, you have, like, you have very little control once you get shit-faced i've seen when you're shit-faced yeah because again it's a fucking it's like it's alcohol like yeah it literally melts your brain it melts your brain (laughs) but i'm just yeah i just think that there's you can't always be like oh i didn't i didn't do that because of this i'm like yeah you did it because you kind of wanted to well yeah i'm just saying it amplifies it more than people like to say that it does i when i hate like only kiss you because i was when i was drunk (laughs) it probably is because for something back let me be very clear here. I'm not talking about um, what's the like the, accidentally doing some gay shit. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that at all. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm not talking about um consent or anything like that. You, no, not, that's no, not what I'm damn, talking about, dude. I, I, thought, just want I that thought to be I was very being weird. Fucking clear. Uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about like a drunk person that you're taking advantage of. You should never do that. And if you ever Christ. do that, I'll kill you. I just want to make that fucking clear. But I'm saying, like, when someone's like, oh, I kissed him because I was a little buzzed. I'm like, no, you kissed him. You kissed her or him because you. I used to have a joke you. about that. Huh? I used to have a joke about that. You did? I, yeah, I did stand up, like, once or twice. Like, yeah, like, I actually did stand up once, but I used to write jokes for stand up a long time ago. I had a joke about that. Like, how it was, it was basically the difference in how, like, girls and guys tell stories, but, like, the shit that we, the shit that we excuse ourselves for when we're drunk. Yeah, we, <laughs> we give some sort of excuse. I'm like, you can give me the excuse, but I'm just saying, there's something is the reason you did it. It's like why'd you why'd you hook up with that person? I'm like, kinda wanted to in the back of my head, and that's why I did it. You'd be like, ah, oh, I had an empty. But stomach. everyone goes, Oh, I was just drunk and that was stupid. I was like, yeah, I, I probably I, was. I just stupid. drank too much without eating. <laughs> God damn it. Like what? Have a trisket, bitch. <laughs> Go have a trisket, motherfucker. <laughs> um <laughs> No, that was that was that was the punchline of my joke. That was the punchline of my joke. I'm trying to integrate my old stand up into this podcast like You're an trying asshole. To be. <laughs> Living in the glory days, man. Ever since I was in high school, I mean, when I was, I never even smoked weed until I was eighteen, and I'd already graduated high school, right? I oh. in high school, I never no, I never wanted to smoke weed because I was already drinking a lot, like every party, every, like I would throw parties, I would go to parties, I would just hang with my friends, and there wasn't even a party going on, and I would find a way to just drink alcohol, and I was like, bro, let's let's fucking get wasted, like getting drunk is the shit, and I was literally <laughs> only drunk is dope, man. Yeah, I was only doing it because I thought it was cool. And it, I mean, like I was, it was. I mean, fun. that's how it all starts. You do it as a social setting. Of course, and that's how we all get started. But don't get me wrong. It, right? Like it was, it was definitely fun, and I was always having a fun time. And I was, I was only making an ass of myself when I wanted to make an ass of myself. But I was like, I just knew how much fun I was having with alcohol. That if I was to start smoking weed in high school, I was gonna love it way too much, and I was gonna waste all the money that, like, any money that I ever had, I would waste it on weed. And I thank God I had the conscious mindset because I I was right. As soon as I started smoking weed, I was like, how can I how can I keep getting more weed? And I got like not like an not an addictive thing, just like it was. Yeah. It's that 
it makes me that like I like weed that much. I enjoy myself when I'm smoking weed. I enjoy myself when I'm drinking. Like myself sober, eh, fine. I'm fun. Yeah, I can have a good time, and I'm like I'm an enjoyable person. I can talk about the world. And I'm, I'm like intelligent. Would you say that you're, you feel like you're dependent on it? I mean, no, no, absolutely not. not. Like it's I can, just, I can go, I can go. You like when you're allowed to be more free because you personally yeah, like are not I, free I enough. choose to do this shit because I like it. I, I like <laughs> drinking. I like smoking weed. I like the way it. May, I like the way it changes me physically. And mentally, I benefit from that. Like, it also, obviously, it's changing me mentally. Yeah. But I like how it changes me. Like, physically speaking, I smoke weed and, like, I'm like, yo, my body feels loose. I, I, I don't feel that. You know how you go through your day when you're working and you haven't had a drink or anything and you can feel the stress in your bones and, yeah, you, and you're, just, in your you're muscles? Yeah, you up. You're like. You can feel all of that. Yeah. You start smoking weed, man. You don't feel any of it. Like, I, and and the way th- I consciously smoke weed generally, like I mean, like don't get me wrong, there's days where I just veg out and I smoke weed because I'm like, hey man, fuck it, I got nothing to do, why not smoke weed? Like, right? But on a day on a day like today, I've been smoking weed all day today. I smoke weed all day before work most of the time. Okay, I give myself like two hours to come down and like be able to talk to people when I get to work and do my job the right way. But I smoke weed all day. Would you but, feel like if someone came up to you and said, like, like they hear that and then they're like, you have a problem, Kyle? Because I know be so like, many you people have that a problem. smoke weed, they do that on a regular basis. I'd be like, no, you have a problem. You're judging me with no reason to. Yeah. Okay. What 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 reason do you have to think I have a problem? What what detriment to my life or society yeah, am I because anything. of my shit? Yeah, if you're you know? able to control and you're controlling whatever and that's what you want to do. Like, I don't, I don't smoke weed on that regular basis. But I know so many people that do. And it's like sometimes... I think one of my friends tells me he does it for anxiety. His anxiety is always up on the level. So mm-hmm. he smokes weed to bring his anxiety down. Like, if that helps your anxiety, yeah. I know what anxiety is like. Absolutely. That shit sucks. So if that helps you, then by all means. And, I, and that was me for the longest time. Between, I would say, between I started smoking weed at 18, started regularly smoking weed at 20, uh, like, uh, like on a regular, like, you know, more than twice a week basis at 20. I think between 21 and 23, I was smoking weed to to curb whatever anxiety I thought I was having. Yeah. Now, I wasn't having anxiety that bad, but I knew it was a thing that could happen. So I would just smoke weed, and I was like, yo, I'm like way more chill. Like, this is dope. And it was like, uh, yeah, fine. Like, like maybe, maybe that's me being dependent on it in a way, but... I was pretty conscious of it. Like, I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Like, let me smoke some weed. It was like, hey, let me smoke some weed so I don't freak out later if anything happens. You know, yeah. like, I'm pretty conscious. I was just being conscious of it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm really, I handle shit. Like, people come to me with things that would have given me anxiety had I been sober. People come to me with that shit when I'm high. And I realize I react to it like way more chill and as a, like a regular person. So why don't I just smoke some weed, be high on a regular basis and live my life as a high person. And that's what you're in. Some people may not be down with that, but like, that's what, that's what works for you. That's yeah, what you want to do. And it's, it's been working pretty well for me since Yeah, <laughs> like so like not, I, I made that decision at like 20 and at 23, I did my first mushroom trip. I, I haven't had a fucking depressing thought since. <laughs> I swear to God, dude, I, in, in between 20, 22 was the worst of it. When I first moved out of my parents' house, when I was, uh, it was a month after I turned 22, 
I moved out of my parents' house, and at the time, I had such a bad relationship with my parents that I didn't even tell them I was moving out. I just had my friends come over to my house, and we started packing up my shit, and my parents were like, whoa, what's going on? I was like, oh, I'm moving. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm a... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move. It's it's only across town, so you know if you guys want to see me or whatever, like we can we can still see each other and shit. But like, I gotta get out of here. I'm out. Wow. And that's like that's, that's how pretty it, big. That's, that's a big step to do too. It, dude, at 22, it felt so fucking late. Like my parents. I mean, yeah, I wasn't living with people when I, my parents when I was 22. So I'm, my dad moved out of his house willingly at 18, and my mom, and then he went into the army at 19, and then my mom got kicked out of her house at 17 <laughs> and i mean her i had a i had to figure it like, out hey i don't i don't know between between when that happened and when she had me she figured that shit out with her parents because i had a loving relationship with my grandparents i still have like her her mom is my only living grandma or my only living grandparent left and i still like i call her and dude i think i'm closer to her than i am with my dad <laughs> oh i mean i, um, I fucking yeah, love my I grandma that. I love, I love, shout yeah, out to my Lola. Oh, yeah. Ola? Leticia Tenega. Yeah, Lola is how you say grandma in uh, Tagalog. Lola. Yeah. That's awesome. I Lolo like and that. Lola. Grandma, grandma and grandpa. Or grandpa and grandpa. A, they're a special thing. I mean, my grandparent was the first, when I lost her, was the first person I ever lost that was like, this is one of my favorite people in the world and I don't get to talk to them anymore. How so, old were you? Um, I was in college. I was not like, I was in. 18, 19? Uh, no, I was a saw i was a junior i was a junior so i was uh i I was 21 and i remember i got that call and i remember i was i remember i was at a girl's um i was in a girl's place and i was in her bed and then i got a phone call woke us up and (laughs) i was like fucked up way to (laughs) yeah um and then like ignore it was from my mom and I was like, oh, I'll I'm talk sure to her she later. didn't believe you. You're like, hey, I gotta go. I get my grandma died. Oh, she she's did. Like, we, fuck she's you. The first, she immediately saw me crying. Like, oh. it was such oh, okay, a weird okay, thing. Okay, okay, okay. Because I you broke got real. down when I finally, like, my mom called me then three, three times in a row, and I was like, what? Were what? you? You were close with your grandma at the time. Yeah, she was in hot. When I got the call, it was she's in hospice and she's gonna. It's gonna be over in the next in like a day. How how long before that happened did you know? Like that was even a I possibility. I knew that she was like, I mean, I knew she was fighting cancer for a while, but like the weirdest thing is, um, oh, God damn it. Don't make me emotional. You nah, son I'm of a sorry, bitch. Man. Hey, hey, let's no, you're fine. But I remember. Let's have a shot first. <laughs> have a shot. Um, <laughs> there you go, bartender. It's all my bartender shit. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, I was like, Jesus Christ. If I was pouring that, that would not. Didn't think, oh, what, you thought I was going to spill? I, no, I would have missed. Oh, I, I'm saying shit. if I no, poured no, that, I got that was this. good. Um, shout out to can I, our Lolas. Shout out to our Lolas. Dude, I have three pairs right now, and that's the most shoes I've ever had in my life. I was that way for a while. I would say the last couple of years, I was like, why the fuck do I always have one pair of shoes that I wear every day? It was the same with my hats. I would wear one hat all the time. Hats, I understand. Hats are a thing that I don't know. Do people look at shoes still? Shoes, they're the whole thing. Like, some do you look at people's me, shoes? When I bought those, those, um, when I bought those Nike ones, the red, the Jordan ones, or not? Yeah, Jordans. 
they were like, oh, I didn't know you were a, if they called me a shooty, I don't know if it's a, a shoe person. <laughs> a shooty? It was a word. I just made that up, too. Um, that's definitely what they called it. But <laughs> Fucking foodie. It's, yeah, I literally was like, that's the only thing I could think of. I was thinking like shooby, like like the guys <laughs> in Rocket Power that wear their shoes on the beach. But I remember I put, they are like, oh, I didn't know you were like no, really into shoes, f- Dustin. No, God damn it. What's the word for shoes? A, no sneaker a sneaker head. A sneaker head. There it is. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. That's exactly what a it is. Shooty. But I love that we call it a shooty. <laughs> fucking said shooty. That's going to be the trailer for this episode. Oh, That's my good. God. Um, a shooty. <laughs> <laughs> Would it wouldn't even make sense because, like, why are you putting the D in it? It'd be like a shooey, maybe, I guess. Yeah. No, a shooey is what Daniel Ricardo does when he wins in a, or when he gets a podium in F1. <laughs> Dude fucking takes the champagne, pours it into his fucking boot, his sweaty ass boot after, after doing a race and then drinks out of it. God damn it. I love that. Um, Australians, man. They're fucking crazy. I fucking love them. wild people. I love them. But I remember I I just started to buy shoes and they're like, "Oh, you're a sneakerhead, doesn't?" And I'm like, "I mean, not really. I just now I'm like, why the fuck am I only wearing one shoe? Yeah, you all can't the be time? a sneakerhead unless you own like three pairs of Jordans that you don't wear. Is that is that the trial? I have uh, wear, no. That's wear, not like that's not on paper. That's my that's just that's my your, bullshit like, that I'm coming up with it? on on the fly. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but then even if I have a shoe, like I always have, it's the same way with like. Do you wear all these? Most of them. I mean, like, yeah. but there's, I always get another thing. Like, I love wearing the. What up with the these boots over boots. here? Oh, those, those are the hunting boots, Kyle. Do you hunt? Used to. I mean, I don't really as much anymore because I mean, never, obviously, you uh, live here. Yeah, I live here. What yeah. the fuck are we hunting in here? But, um, okay, yeah, so why do you have these here? Because my dad, my dad bought those for me. And I, they're like, when it's like snowing out and like rain, like a fucking the blizzard. That's no, when definitely. I, I would, I would love to have They're the extra I mean, motherfucker. But the favorite thing is like, I have up is I would love to have those in the snow just to say I have these to fucking walk around in the snow. Yeah. Cause people but like, are I like, have no oh, actual reason to have those. Like if it's we really snowing, I'm not going to walk. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm those going to are work. Like, sometimes I bring them out just to be like, I also am like a believer. Like, like I'm just, from Nebraska. Yeah. I'm from Nebraska. Just so boy. you know, but that's everyone's first instinct. Hashtag not from here. When I wear that shit, people are like, all right, Nebraska boy, Dustin. Like, it's just accepted that that's the reason I do it. Do you feel like an asshole when people from here, like, notice that you do something that makes you not from here? No. I I embrace it because I'm like, yeah, why would I... I, I love this city so much. I just want to. I want people to think I'm from. I, I don't want people to think I I'm from. I don't. I don't. I love. I love. I want people, people to think I'm from, I'm from here. I just don't want people to make it a point that I'm not from here. Like, hey, California. Uh, God damn it! I left there for a reason. I love this state. <laughs> I love it when people call me like, "Oh, hey, Nebraska man." I'm like, yeah, because I don't think the way that. As I think, I'm proud of the way that we do things back home. Like, I think a way because I'm not a New Yorker. Oh, man, I, I left California for so different reasons. Why did you leave Nebraska? For acting. That was the biggest thing. Okay. So yeah, for I mean, opportunities. Yeah. That was the reason was like, that's why I moved to Chicago. And it was if like, there yeah. were opportunities in Nebraska, would you have left? I think at the time, yeah. Knowing that New York exists. Like if yeah, Broadway is still Broadway. If it but was there's still, like, I could do what I wanted to do in put Nebraska. Put it this way. Like, let's say, let's say you're from Nashville and you want to be a country music person. Yeah. You have an opportunity in New York and you know that it exists, but Nashville is still Nashville. Would you have Nashville. left? No, because Nashville would be the place to go. I mean, it, it would depend on what the opportunity was. It was like a thing that I like. Okay, sorry. Out. How about this? You're from New York. You know that Nashville is the place to be for music, but you have opportunities in, in New, New York, York to be a country music person. Would you have left New York to pursue a dream in Nashville? I would think that if you have... Mm, that's a hard one. Because I think 
Nash, if you're talking that equivalent, it's like that's the same reason actors use New York is because right. New York is the mecca. Right. Country so music, had, had Nashville there been, is the mecca. Had there been an opportunity for you to act and possibly get onto a TV show, let's say let's say some TV show that's going to be on. If maybe, I was maybe able, not maybe not network, but like, uh, you know, you remember that? Remember remember when Freeform was making its making its name? Freeform. Freeform TV, that no, streaming what is service. That? All right, never mind. That's a bad example. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Freeform was another streaming service. It didn't really do well. But, Freeform, but okay. but when they were trying, when they were trying really hard, they were buying up a bunch of shit. Like they were okay. just buying up a bunch of shows. Like they, none, I, I, don't, I can't even tell you a single show that was on it because it wasn't that good. I just remember the name. But. Okay. Bad example. Bad example. All you, like, let's say HBO Max. HBO Max doesn't have any real TV shows that anyone gives a fuck about right now, right? Yeah, I mean, but, they do, but like, you know. Okay, maybe I'm not paying attention. Maybe you're not paying attention. Shout out to Con- whatever fucking shows continue. on HBO Max. Yeah, a lot of things. You know what? HBO South Max Park's on probably. HBO Max, but they didn't start that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that came from Comedy Central. You're talking about original. Shout out to Matt Kyle's, Stone and Kyle's Trey Parker. Straight original. Yeah, I'm talking about original <laughs> shit. All right, all right. Amazon Prime, motherfucker. <laughs> It's not, it's not Netflix. It's not Netflix, but it's Amazon. I Brunch. get your argument here, Kyle. I can sum all this up. <laughs> what I would say what I'm is, talking about. I understand. I'm trying what I'm to make about. a goddamn point. <laughs> I mean, I just love that you kept find, trying to find that connection to like whatever. Want to make it right? Yeah, had to had to let you just keep I going. Just want with to it. make this analogy right, man. I, I would fuck say that structure. <laughs> from what I did was when I first moved to Chicago, I moved to Chicago because I wanted still to. I the big city scared the fuck out of me, and I didn't understand it. Um, basically, Isn't Chicago big. It's a it's Compared a bigger city than where I'm from. Like yeah. it's it's a big city. It's a that didn't bother you. No, it scared me. Oh, okay, I, but that I did. It, you too. I did. My move to Chicago was almost more personal than out of anything. I got a professional gig, and I moved there because I was depressed as shit, and okay. I had I had to go somewhere. I had to leave Nebraska. I had to leave all the dude. That's why I left California. How to go? You go and do that. But we'll I come think. Back to that. But the reason I moved up here was I could do what I wanted to do in Chicago, I could act, but it wouldn't be able to be my, I, I wouldn't be able to do the big things there. Now you could like things have happened. I'm saying on a, like New York had way too many opportunities. That was, I could really make this my career here. I could, I could really strike the dream, strike that gold, whatever. So I think retrospect now, I definitely like, at the time, I would have, if I could act, get paid to do it, and not have to worry about anything else, and I would, I would say Nebraska if that opportunity was there. But to go to the next level, because my whole life I wanted to be able to take my family and whatever to the next level. So I think I would have still came out here or L.A. to do that and try to find that way. That you want to do TV or theater? TV was always a dream. Um I just found out that like I didn't know that much about TV and then uh, New York was just like it seemed like it was easier to come to New York and then be who I am and then find myself in those roles, which is almost kind of what's happened is like or not roles. You used to live in L.A., dude. You made the right choice if you're trying to be who you are. You want to be a real person? You definitely L.A.'s like L.A. is not the right place to go. They're the fake. They're (laughs) fucking horrible. I don't (laughs) I I love LA and they're fake as shit. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to go there and I always heard that and I was Dude, like, I can't. 
LA blows. You can't meet real people at all. Yeah, I can't. I can't understand. I couldn't do that. So I know theater was like a thing here, and it's like a community, and it's a certain type of people. And I know who I was. Would be like, oh, this Nebraska boy that is. If you can ever be the kind of person who's just like, hey, fuck everybody, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to survive and like get by and be like at the top, then go to LA. Because <laughs> if you can, if you can put it out on, if you can put it out in the public persona or whatever, the, or the, you're the, okay the with public it? vibe no. that you're a good person, and then deep down, just be like, I can't wait to be at the top. Fuck you all. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't be that fake kind of person. Yeah, you're in the right place. Then that's why I can't. I I mean, I, goes to like talking I literally, to people. I don't want to dude, talk I, to people that are fake people. I don't want. I had to leave California because like like. The suburbs, you didn't see that as much. People are pretty real in the suburbs, like where I live. My best friends, especially, like I love them. They're they, to this day still like, and especially after, like after just getting to see them again, like it just and being reminded of it. Like, Remind me that those are the your people. Well, I just a I just saw a bunch of my too. best friends, like in my yeah. like old school, like long time high school friends. Like I just yeah. saw a bunch of them at this wedding I went to. Um, so it just it's just a good reminder of this, and like I always known this, but it's still true like in the suburbs like those friends that i have they're some of the most real people i've ever known mm-hmm. but like in la like like the people that i knew that were people i knew who were working in la and like the like the like models quote unquote and fucking quote unquote actors and people who'd never actually done anything but were like we were all just trying to get by on each other's bullshit when i was like i'm a photographer you're a model you're an actor (laughs) let's all fucking collab bro like we all we were all fake as shit i hate that shit it was horrible and like like that that coupled with like like the close friends of mine like dying like i stuff of like that like i was like fuck this place i have got to leave california this is not the place to be yeah like too much trauma in the like the real places and too much bullshit in the not real places and yeah. i came to here to visit for one weekend i'm like wow new york is the shit oh my god <laughs> everyone out here is so awesome i want to move here it's crazy that was your first visit my first visit, dude, I almost didn't even go back for my stuff. I if was, it wasn't for the fact that I respected the people I worked for, I wouldn't have gone back for my stuff. I didn't like my parents, whatever. Like I already moved out without telling them. Cool, whatever. My friends, we were like already like my. You're uh, in so the I, moment kind of guy, Kyle. Dude, you're, you're, you know it. You go. I in go, the moment, I'm gonna do that. All right, cool. That's where it now. shit wants me to be. I am down to be there. I love that about you. I think that's awesome. It's a testament to two things. One. And this is the one I'm more proud of. My free spirit, you know, like, hey, man, like, I can do whatever. Two, my lack of responsibility. (laughs) I have (laughs) no responsibilities to shit, and I can do whatever I want whenever I want. (laughs) You're fucking right. Go to your job, make your money, do whatever the fuck else you want. I I have a three-day weekend because I specifically requested that, and I fucking... I love that. Every week, three-day weekend. Dude, I can go to Vegas, I can go to... I don't have a passport, but that's the thing that I'll get on if as soon as I stop being lazy. <laughs> I don't have a passport either. I don't know how to do that. Dude, I, I really know. just I want to go see the rest of the world. Like there's so much more to the world than just America. But there's so much to America. Like I'm I'm really like 
I'm, I'm about to get real hippie about this shit right yeah, now. Yeah, get but, hippie. But I mean, you are kind of hippie. Like, am, you give hippie vibes. I, so I am a little bit of a hippie, right? You're you're kind of a big time hippie, but, but that's cool. But here's the thing, man. Like, I I really love the idea of learning about every different kind of culture, right? Yeah. I want to learn why people think the way they think, why people believe in the things they believe in, why people act the way they act around certain people, right? Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with the culture and where they grew up. There's so much more to culture than just what is in America, but there's yeah. so much more to American culture than what people put on TV and where anyone who grew up anywhere thinks that they know. Yeah. I grew up in Southern California. That is not even half of American culture. That's not even half of Californian culture, you know? Yeah. There's so much culture in just this country that I have yet to see. I... While I don't have my passport and I'm not going around and seeing the world, I, I'm still taking as much time as I can to go to all the different parts of America and see different parts of American culture. You're, you're an incredibly inclusive guy. What do you mean? You just, you're, you're one of those people that's like, it seems, let me, let me give you the extreme here. If one person comes into the bar and tells you, like, yeah, I murdered three people today, you'd be like, huh, well, sometimes you don't murder three people. You're I'd be gonna, like, hey, man, you're why? Gonna, you're not, yeah, <laughs> why? You're going to talk to them. Someone comes in with, like, you're just, you want to include. Absolutely. Kyle, Dude, Kyle like, does not has want a story. to uh, give any light to murderers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you just seem like you always want people to. You, I want to know what people's story so is. You're just so non-judgmental, which I think is really cool. No, no, and no. Just, I mean, like, look, I'll judge the fuck out of you, but I have to know your story first. I'm not going to want to know people's story, and a lot absolutely. of people don't. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm that. not going to judge you based on like what someone else tells me about you, or what like how yeah. you come in dressed, or how you come in acting. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll come. I'll judge you how you act, but like. Only if you're acting loud, but you're going to learn about them. Yeah. I want to know why you're acting a certain way. And if you, if you're ready to open up to me about why you're acting a certain way, then I will, I'll retract my judgment on your actions until I understand the story you're about to tell me. Yeah. And And don't get me wrong. Like you can tell me some shit and I will judge you negatively. If the story, if the story you tell me is fucked up, then I'm going to be like, yo, that's. That's on some weird shit. That's that's pretty weird. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm not. But saying... you're giving people a chance, like in your everybody head, which deserves I think a is chance. Important, like everyone deserves that chance, and you're giving people that chance to tell that story. Here's the thing: even man, as like... small as it's like, just in Kyle's mind, like you're not some like politician or anything. You're you're Kyle. So people, you're giving people a chance to just tell their story and then making judgments on that. And Could you imagine if everyone did that? People. I know, right? That's what I'm trying to get at. Not that if like people oh, did look, that. I'm so great, like, but yeah, people don't. But no, you are in the fact no. that like if people did just listen to someone's story and be like, whatever you're gonna say to me, I'm gonna take it in. But I'm going to like, why would I judge you? Because you have no personal anything towards me. I have to learn who you are. I think honestly, though, the only reason you. I'm like that is because I've had and. It was high school bullshit things that I don't have to get traumatized by. Like it's not like it's a tra- it's not a traumatic thing for me. It's just a thing that I remember happening. But I remember it enough to remember why like why I remember it. The reason I remember it is because I've had this happen to me where it's like something super minor. Like I I could I could explain it away in a minute. But just because of whatever someone else said about me, dude. When like the whole time I was in high school, my senior year of high school, I had people coming up to me like, "Hey, man." Uh, can I get some heroin off you? I'm like, no. Why? Why would you come <laughs> no, to me? Why? How? And they're like, oh, I, I just 
I thought so I thought you were the, I thought you were the guy that was doing like selling heroin. I'm like, why would you think that? And they're like, oh, I heard I heard you sell heroin. I'm like, who did you hear that from? I heard you like heroin. Literally, who did you? I, I heard that I heard that multiple times when I was in high school. I heard I heard that I was the drug guy. I was the I was the crazy guy. I was the fucking I was literally the guy that you could go to for drugs and crazy shit. Like, can can you hook me up with some prostitutes? I'm like, why the fuck would you think that I have any connection to any of that? <laughs> I don't know. I heard some crazy stories about you. What crazy stories did you hear? That I got drunk at a party? That I like? I fucking I got naked or something? The fuck? What are you What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, That's... I've definitely gotten naked at some parties in high school. I mean, I, I, mean yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, look, I, I got, that. I went, I lost some bets and I had to go streaking, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a man of my word. I do what I have. I do what I have to do. If I say I'm gonna go streaking, it was all like everyone knew it was gonna happen. It wasn't on some weird <laughs> shit like that. I wasn't just taking off my clothes like, hey, everybody, look at my fucking dick. Everybody, look at my dick. No, no it was more I like, god it, damn it, everyone has to look. It, at, told them over I was here, like, though. god damn it, everyone's gonna see my dick. I don't want this. <laughs> but I'm a man of my word, and if I say I'm gonna go streaking, if I lose a bet, I'm gonna go streaking. If I lose, I'm gonna a do bet. it. Do you ever think that you don't want to do bartending anymore? No. I love bartending. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's the best job I've ever had in my life. And I've loved all my jobs. I I mean, I hated Pinkberry, but when I, <laughs> that's not a, that's not a, that's not like a career or anything. <laughs> that's, that's a shitty job. I actually, I liked that job for a while too yeah. when I first got it when I was 18. But like, but like, it's, it's cool. Like, when you're, when you're 21 working at a Pinkberry, you're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck um, am i doing with my life here yeah but it it can be like i think do you think bartending has like a bad rep when fuck it comes yeah. to yeah bartending gets the worst rep man everyone act, right dude look at have you seen that movie the departed oh yeah. he's like the world, the world needs plenty of bartenders like oh shit dude <laughs> the fuck yeah but it's like I, and you know what's I mean, fucked up is now that covid happened and no one wants to come back to the industry anymore because they're all set on unemployment fucking lazy assholes <laughs> nobody actually wants to bartend anymore <laughs> so, like no one's coming back you, so yeah the world does need plenty of bartenders right now <laughs> Real shout think, out to the bartending industry we need some bartenders <laughs> <laughs> but i would say like a lot of people I like that i know a lot of actors and people in that realm like when they bartend and they do the food industry they they talk so bad about like no fulfillment or whatever but you seem to have like that's because the best we're assholes dude no we're we're assholes the reason people talk shit about bartenders is because one compared to a job compared to any other blue collar job like if, if you're out there fucking digging holes yeah or doing what my dad does servicing fucking tractors yeah like or delivering tractors to a place yeah. or dude like there's so many jobs talk not for nothing talk about the slave labor you know all the shit that i was bringing up earlier like uh, compared to all the other jobs and things that people do to survive in the world bartending's easy as fuck yeah, I mean, oh, what, what's my complaint? And you're being social. Oh, like you're someone was to an asshole when they came in of work today. I had to deal with the, I had to deal like with a guy that didn't want to do the things that I told him he had to do in my bar. Uh, like, yeah, we bitch about it. We definitely like, and I will always bitch to other people in the service. People are gonna bitch. Yeah, they'll bitch about their jobs no matter what their job. But dude, is. not for nothing, bro. You work job. with kids. Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I work in the bartending industry. I work. I work as a bartender specifically not to deal with kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and we're still, all kids come through thing. my bar. Everyone, my yes. bar, not yes. the bar I your work bar. in. Your bar. Your bar. It's your not bar. my bar. 
Um, let's do a little open forum here. Anything you want to bring up before I get into my segments or anything? What do I want to bring up? Dude. Is there anything you want to talk about? Like something that's on your mind? Like, All right. I like to say this. I just want to brag about episode. a couple things here real right, quick. Please, one, right. two, one. First things first. I am so happy about this one because it was it was actually just like a really good like experience. Okay. One of okay. the best experiences of my life. I got to bring my dad, who I've been bitching about. I don't know. You talked <laughs> intermittently about, yeah. through this podcast, but, but you brought him into New York. I got right? no, no. I didn't bring him to New York. Oh, Fuck shit, that noise. Bad. I brought him to Austin, Texas, for the Formula One Grand Prix this How year. How was that? Oh, dude, it was so sick. It was one of the cool. I mean, like, I'm a I'm a hardcore F1 fan. My yeah. dad got me into racing when we were young, but he got me into like NASCAR and off road racing. He's not really as big on F1 as I am. But I just hit him up this year for like I hit him up on Father's Day. The surprise was for Father's yeah. Day. The gift was for his birthday because it was like a like a two weeks before his birthday. Bet. But uh, I hit him up. I was like, "You want to go to the U.S. Grand Prix this year?" He's like, "F one." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I uh, just <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah." I'm gonna get his tickets. He's like, "Fuck yeah!" He's like, "Can Jill go?" And Jill's his girlfriend. I'm like, "Um, no. If you can, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, look, um, if, I'm like, if you can, if you can get her a ticket, then yeah, then yeah. But I have." two three-day passes for us and i can't afford another one <laughs> and he was like oh no no no, fuck it whatever <laughs> like let's go so i got really stoked and i could bring my dad to that like that was that was one of the more proud moments That's cool, of my man. life dude. when like, you're able to do something for your yeah parents man like i that, mean like, it's, like it's as, as rocky as my relationship has been with him like he has done a fuckload of cool stuff for me for my whole life yeah i mean they do right like, my dad brought I mean, me dirt bikes like i mean he, he bought me dirt bikes and quads and like he brought me out to the desert and camping and fishing and all kinds of cool shit and he brought me to my first concert ever black sabbath and mega death dude yeah, when you that's fucking when i was 12 when you, my dad brought me to cool shit throughout my life and like even if he doesn't appreciate life the way that i want him to the way that i do now and we can't talk about things like that. At least I can bring him to cool shit the way he brought me to cool shit. Yeah, and that was maybe his way of connecting. Which, like, sometimes yeah, you have no, more it of was a, like you're, it's more of an understanding when you're older. Be like, all right, maybe my dad didn't have this. I know how to learn from that every day. Yeah, I mean, isn't the goal for us to always learn from our fathers or parents? To be like, all right, they didn't do this. If not, but learn something, me, but at least but feel something. Like I reciprocate something feelings one way. Yeah, like you know? it's. But they did something for it. So yeah. at least if if there's if nothing else, then we have reciprocated our love for each other through bringing each other to cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the yeah, and that's what it is. Cool. Yeah. Well, then, if that's what it is, no, I I am cool with that because like the whole time, like fine, we can't talk about some stuff, but fine, I'll go talk to my mom when I want to talk about emotional shit. Like, I'll find the need. Yeah. Uh, if, or I'll if feel I, the need when I need to. Feel exactly. It. Like yeah. I know where I need to go for emotional shit like that. So that's yeah. that's one thing. Yeah. My mom and I are really close now. My mom and I had a shitty relationship before I moved out of their house, right? Yeah. And like, they got divorced right after I moved out, and that kind of fucked me up. I was like, I was, was like, you guys, you guys fucking stayed together just because I I lived with you, just because. Yeah. Like, what what? Do you think I was fragile? I wanted you guys to get divorced. <laughs> God. <laughs> I did. No, I mean it's like, yeah, you see, <laughs> dude. I moved out, and like a couple months later, my parents like called me. They were like, "Hey, we need to talk to you about something. Can you come over?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." I go over to their house. Like at the time, it's still both their house. Now it's just my dad's house. I went over there, and they're like, uh, "By the way, so we're uh, we're gonna get divorced. We're gonna split up." I was like, "Oh, really? Finally? 
finally you're going to i'm like yeah i, I like, mean that's like, the thing why? where like, i would fear now? like when i was younger like i didn't i didn't see that but i would see like if i'm older i'm gonna pick up on why they're can i I, let me ask you this like when so your parents split up when you were a kid yeah how old i I just say i'm in third and fourth grade i don't even know how all right so like eight nine something like that that. is that what it is i i love how people like know the age i'm like i don't fucking know i only remember because the music (laughs) i was listening to i'm like yeah maybe i guess like probably like eight nine whatever so uh, anyway like but you were young enough that it really, you didn't even think about the age. No, I didn't. No, I had. So when your parents split up, did you, were you more like, I wish you didn't split up or did you know that they needed to? No, I didn't know they needed to. It okay. was, I remember, I don't, I didn't understand what was happening. At what point in life, how long did it take you to realize that they needed to? I mean, when I got into middle school, like, I understood it. Like, when my mom started to, like, see another man and, like, married him in middle school, when I was in middle school, I understood more. I was like, oh, Ooh. this is what Wait, love is. Your mom, was or, already, your mom already saw someone else, or she was already, like, when did, when did your mom remarry? When I was in eighth grade. So... Whatever the fuck that is on the timeline, I can't even fucking think about. It. I'm like, I'm over here like trying to be like a psychologist, as if I've ever had any kind of professional. No, I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to remember these dates. I'm like, no, whatever. But I mean, like, I, I didn't, um, I didn't realize it, or I didn't, I never realized that they need to break up. But I remember, like, you know how we talk about like the negative shit always sticks with you. The negative shit that I dealt with with like when I think now. Like yeah, they should have broke up. Like when I watched my dad get arrested. Well, let me ask you this. Whoa, hold on. Yeah, when you watched your dad get arrested. Yeah, that what? was one of the things that was like, oh, something's wrong. But I don't under. I was too young to understand it. I understand it now. But what at did, that moment, what was it? What did he get arrested for? I mean, just arguing or something. I don't. I. I don't even. I don't even really remember what it, how old what were you was. at that time i was probably five or six. Oh shit I think. okay so that's i your- remember i remember just like watching them they were arguing it was arguing and all i then remember was but you still co- have like 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 it's not like that's a thing that happened but it's not like you still have a relationship with your dad where you're trying to like you want you want to still be close to your dad. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember the specifics. Have you ever asked him about that? Called. No. I just know You ever that. wanted My, to? Wanted to, yeah. I would love to be what like. What stops you from doing it? Or what stops you from asking? Because I know we don't have that relationship. I've never even asked my mom about that. Are she you, knows. Like, are you like afraid to ask him? Like, I don't know about afraid. I mean, it could be like. I think there's a thing. Damn, with let's like get your dark. Parents. <laughs> let's oh, get I deep. think there's a thing with your parents where it's like. You you put them both on a pedestal, but I obviously know I used that to. something happened. I used to. Now that that I think that's why me and my dad don't have the relationship that I want to have with him because I don't put him on the pedestal that he thinks I still put him on. Yeah, 
And when I try to get real with him, dude, I mean, like, I ask him, I, I'll ask him shit, like, what I'm asking you right now, like, yeah. hey, are you fucking like, 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 I'll, like, see, I would never ask my dad that. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I, I just, I have a deep desire to really know people, and, and I think that's a thing that, like, I do too. But like, I think now with my dad, I, I, my dad, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna go that far. I'm like, all right, this is my dad, and I, I, I made used mistakes, to be like, and I until go, I moved okay. to New York. Well, while I lived in California and I was like, I was really like physically, like literally physically close to my dad, not like emotionally close, but physically mm. like I could go to his house whenever it could be a thing whenever we want. We could go fishing whenever we want, whatever. Same. Yeah. When it was like that, I was too afraid to talk to him about real things. Like I, I've, I never, I never had the courage to get like real with him and try to be like, Hey man, like I want to talk to you about some shit. I talked to mom about this stuff. Like I never, I just never, I was too afraid. I don't know what it was. Like there was something about him being that close, but now I'm like, I'm over here. I'm like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like (laughs) I don't depend on this guy for anything. Like, it's not like, like if, if shit goes down, there's a whole bunch of people that I'm going to ask for help before I get to him. (laughs) I think that I honestly, I think that's what it is. It's like, I depend on him so little now. He's, yeah, I don't. He's not even. He's not even in the top five people I would go to for help when I need it. Not because I don't think he would help me, but just because I don't. I don't, don't want to go to him. I yeah. just don't. I don't want to go to him for some reason. Like I, I don't feel. I get that. I don't feel I mean, good about going to that guy. It would almost be like if I if I had no money to stay someplace, I would go to my friends before I go to my dad ask for money. And, Even and though the, I know my dad would give me the money immediately. And I right exactly, I know he would. But the reason the reason I don't want to go to him is I think like deep deep down, I think the reason why is because it's like there would be something. Even if he's not actually saying it, I would feel like he'd be going, I fucking knew you would fail and you would need my help. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to fucking need your help. Yeah. I I mean, I get that. I've built up at least enough of a support group that I don't need your help, man. I I mean, I get that, though. I mean, it's. I don't want to. I don't want to prove him right. And like, I, I fucking I think. All the my whole life growing up, I think that he thought I was going to be a failure, and I'm like, I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to ask you for help because I failed. (laughs) It's it's like a weird thing, like and and I know deep, even deeper down than that feeling comes from. I know even deeper down that that's not true. That he would just help me because he's my dad. (laughs) But it's a mindset. It's like the relationship. It's the relationship that you built on with him. That you're like you don't. That's the thing. Is the relationship that that we have right now? I'm like this fucking guy. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Is it me? Is maybe it's the punk rock in me? I just want to resent this guy. Maybe it is. (laughs) I I just can't live without resenting my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like laughing at that. I love laughing at that because it's. Because if you put my dad next to me, I know it's not true. I fucking love the guy. I know. I literally, it's, I fuck, it's our mindset of, the, of that. He's like, one of the coolest fucking dudes on the planet. I love my dad. He's half the reason I'm the, who I am. It's him and my mom. My friends have literally nothing to do with who I am. I love my friends, and I will give them credit for everything. Like you guys, you guys like helped me through all the horror shit in my life when my parents weren't there for me and all that. Blah blah blah. But end of the day my my mom and my dad it's your father's rage and your mother's love it's just like green day said man <laughs>
I don't know how you make pickle juice, but I just literally you poured you pickle, pickle juice, juice from pickles things. I know you have like those um I think there's like a thing you could buy that's called pickle juice or whatever, but I literally took a pickle jar and I was Dude, like you, just poured it in. Pickle right? juice is just like vinegar, salt, and then you put a cucumber in there and they it sits for as long as it takes for the cucumber to become a pickle. And then it becomes pickle juice. I did not know that. <laughs> there there may be one or two other ingredients that I'm not. I'm just saying I poured this. It. I poured this pickle juice from a pickle jar, and then yeah, put, yeah. That, that there's pickle pickles ju- in my fridge right now that have no pickle juice left. That there's shit that's just- in the pickle jar that only became pickle juice because it was a cucumber sitting in whatever the God, fuck awesome. <laughs> mixture it takes to make a cucumber become a pickle. So funny. Okay, <laughs> it all doesn't right. take much. So all right, so this segment. It's called Rapid Shots, because me and my boy Kyle, we got our shots here. We'll start it off with the shot of Cheers. our Jameson. It's time for Rapid Shots. All right, Kyle, what's your spirit animal? Spirit animal is a penguin. Penguin? Why yeah. a penguin? Yeah, because uh, we like to just do our own thing. We're fucking cool. Have a good time. Eventually, we'll settle down with one person, probably. But <laughs> once that comes around, we're gonna do our. Own, we're gonna try and go provide for that one person and the baby, and probably eventually get killed by a seal or <laughs> killer whale. Crazy dark son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, fine, penguin. All right, who's your childhood hero? Childhood hero? Fuck! I've had so many. All right, give me a couple. Number one. With small explanations, because I don't care that much. All right, first, Mark Hoppus, Blink-182. Okay. Because this dude was the fuck-around guy of (laughs) pop-punk for as long as I knew. Okay. Uh, This guy, literally, he would talk shit about his dad on stage and make his dad sound like a pedophile. <laughs> I thought that, thought that was hilarious. Go listen to the Mark, Tom, and Travis show live if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, two, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, I was five years old the first time I saw Star That's Wars. That's a little surprising. I did five it. years old, first time I ever saw Star Wars. And all, not for nothing, I, I loved Star Wars. I loved Princess Leia because of Blink-182, Mark Hoppus. <laughs> they wrote a song. Oh, they, they wrote a song called A New Hope. And uh, the chorus goes, Princess Leia, where are you tonight? And who's laying there by your side? Every night I fall asleep with you and I wake up alone. It was a love story. Or it was a love song. But good. it was about like some guy who like was like outside of the story of Star Wars who watched Star Wars. I didn't know this at the time. I just knew the lyrics to the song. And then I finally watched Star Wars when I was five, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher's cool as shit. Like, look at this chick. Like, just like, bam. Like, like, hey, fuck you. I don't listen to, I don't listen to who I'm supposed to listen, listen to. And, like, she was talking shit to Han Solo, and Han Solo was like, she goes, I love you. And Han Solo was like, I know. And I'm like, oh, damn. That, like, <laughs> I don't know. Some, I don't know. I saw that when I was five. I was like, that's, like, that's cool. That's so cool. That's cool like, shit. Prin- Princess Leia was shit. Like, Carrie Fisher was dope. So, Carrie Fisher was dope. Uh, that's number say. two, and then uh, oh yeah, another one. Number three hero, I, I would say Stacy Peralta. Who the fuck is Stacy Peralta? Stacy Peralta is the hippie of skateboarding, man. Like, there's there's a reason that skateboarding exists, and it's the Z Boys of Dogtown in Los Angeles, Venice Beach, California. 
Okay, shit. And the main Z boys, if you ever watched Lords of Dogtown, were Tony Alva, Jay Adams, and Stacy Peralta. Jay Adams is the reason that skateboarding exists to the extremity that it does. But if it wasn't for Stacy Peralta, I don't know. There's no, there's no honor to skateboarding. Like Tony Alva was like he was the like the Justin Timberlake, the I'm bringing sexy back of skateboarding, you know, okay. at the time in the 70s. And he was like all the chicks were like, "Ooh, Tony, oh my god!" <laughs> and Jay Adams was the guy that was like, "Yo." I'm going to fucking do the craziest shit. And people were like, oh my fucking God, Jay Adams. But low key, Stacey, Adam, or Stacey Peralta was over here like, dude, I'm just, I'm just trying to skate. I'm just trying to make a living out of doing the most, the most fun shit in my life. I want to do what makes me happy. And somehow what makes me happy is going to make me money. And he did that. And that's fucking dope. And I'm not doing that with skateboarding or, you know, I, like it's it's not like that or anything. But I can kind of translate that feeling to like any aspect of my life. Whatever I'm doing is like I'm doing this because like I fucking I love this shit. I'm, I'm having a good time with it. Bartending. I I bartend because I'm good at it. Stacy Peralta skated because he was good at it and it made him money. That's fucking dope. So he's my hero. God damn fucking shit. I mean, that seems like a number one hero, but like fucking goddamn. I love that. Um <laughs> what's your favorite drunk food? Favorite drunk food? Fucking chicken wings and fried chicken in the morning if I'm hungover. <laughs> and I hate chicken in general. <laughs> like like I don't I do not like chicken dishes. Like no main course chicken dish at any five star restaurant is ever gonna get my money. But if but, I'm hammer drunk, if I'm wasted, dude, give me some fucking hot wings. Give me some hot I wings. I mean, hot wings are different than like some chicken platter on a fucking five. Absolutely. Totally though. different situation, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't want blackened not, chicken. I don't want like a, I don't, I don't want, want a that, chicken yeah. breast or whatever. I don't want like a night. Oh, I don't want like a five star like, hey man, look at this chicken with <laughs> yeah. the blackened pepper and, and roasted garlic or whatever the fuck on it i don't care what you're doing to your chicken to make it a five-star meal i don't want that if i'm <laughs> hammer drunk i want chicken wings i dude. want the fucking shit that wings. works if i'm hungover, i need some fried chicken i need like chicken fingers that's your thing yeah i need chicken nuggets i need fried chicken from kfc that's the best because it's so greasy it'll soak up my hangover yeah some junk some drunk greasy i need the, fucking food. I need the least healthy chicken possible from the shittiest fast food restaurant ever i like that that's good <laughs> all right favorite what's your favorite drink to make favorite drink to make is my own drink I'm, what's your own drink i'm prideful we call it the 67 blossom over at bedford falls and uh, yeah. it's basically just a black raspberry margarita but i do uh, a little bit of tequila, a little bit of lime juice, a little bit of elderflower syrup, a little bit of chambord. Shake that shit up, hit it, charge it with some soda, and give it a little either your choice of lime or a brandied cherry garnish. Yeah, that's my favorite drink to make. Damn, let's go. All right, first impression of me. First impression of Dusty was... I ask this question every fucking time. Yo, this Packers fan seems really aggressive for a kindergarten teacher. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) 
I just like that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> this background is really gross for kindergarten. That was good, Kyle. Sorry. That was good. Uh, what's, honest, your favorite, what's, your bo- what's your favorite book series? Favorite books? Oh, my God. You think I read a series of books? I thought you had. That's the oh only reason I asked this question. Oh I thought God. you were like a book series Holy person. Holy shit, dude. I think I might have read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I only had this. Right, I thought, look, I thought, you, thing. I thought dude, you would be like, I'm oh, be a- yeah, I read books every right, now and again. All right, so check this out. I read the Harry Potter series. <laughs> I read all the books before they became movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I read, I read the first one before I was even in kindergarten. But like looking back on them, like they're not that good of books. <laughs> like they're fucking, <laughs> they're fucking whack, kind of. <laughs> I literally was like, oh yeah, Kyle Damn. reads every now. Can and I talk? Now. Can I just talk about the, my favorite book yeah, ever? Favorite favorite book ever? Because like it's not a By series; it's just one book. But yeah. Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Okay. I think if there's why is that? if because it's it's real as fuck, dude. It talks about like why the world is the way the world is. But like okay. if if there's a book that every adult person who gives a fuck about humanity should read confessions of an economic hitman uh john perkins talks about how he manipulated the basically a lot like 90 percent of the third world countries in the world he manipulated them to become part of america's empire and just Hey, take this money, give the money back to America. The most rich people in your country are going to stay rich and everybody else is going to suffer for it. And the reason that there's all these fucked up problems in like South America and the Middle East and like Southeast Asia is because of the work that John Perkins did. And he wrote a book about all the horrible things that he did. And that's kind of fucking rad. Like, like, like confessions. Like, it's literally like, he calls it Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Fine, he's making money off of all this shit, but he, like, it, someone has to talk about what happened, and fine, the guy who did it, he's the one talking about it. And that sucks that, it sucks that someone else isn't getting something for it, and, like, and, and like you know, the world isn't getting better for it, but at least, at least there's an understanding to be had from it. So, Damn. everyone should go read Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. Bet. Okay. What's your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Creme brulee. No question. Oh my God, I love that shit. Specifically, creme brulee from Seafire Grill. I've never had creme brulee, but okay. Creme brulee, Seafire Grill, Manhattan. Uh, I believe it's on 42nd and... (laughs) Tell them where to go, Kyle. 42nd and 2nd, 42nd and 3rd, I don't know. It's in Midtown Manhattan. Go to Seafire Grill, get some fucking creme brulee. It's so good. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that shit. I love that. Alright, what scares you? What scares me? Basically the fucking (laughs) results of Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Oh my god! (laughs) Dude, what scares me is how the fucking world works, dude. You wanna wanna hear a song about it? Go listen to Bo Burnham. That's how the world works, okay? Uh... The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production, and the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property is inherently theft, and the neoliberal fascists are destroying the left, and every politician, every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite. 
That is how the world works. <laughs> no, seriously. Like that was pretty good, first of all. I'm I gonna mean, give you credit for that. that hey, thanks, that bud. I'm just fucking good. around. I'm just having some alcohol with these beers. <laughs> you want another? No, but I understand. Yeah, I mean it's so yeah. important. Um, but yeah, no, real I talk, mean, dude. Like, what scares me is like what real people can do to each other. I swear to God, the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life is The Strangers. That's fucked up, right, dude? Yeah. I, I watched that movie. I was 15 years old. I was home alone. It was nighttime. My house, my dad's house in the sub, the same house that he still lives in, and he hasn't done anything to improve this. There's no solid lighting at nighttime in his house. One day. He and my mom and my sister, they all leave town for one of my sister's softball tournaments that she had all the time. I'm 15. I'm home alone. I'm like, hey, let's just watch The Strangers. I've never seen this movie. I heard that was a good movie. I, I put The Strangers on. Dude, this, fan, or this, this couple is getting fucked with all night. You've seen the movie? Yeah. They're getting fucked with all fucking night. Dude, just the, the craziest shit is happening. The guy gets fucking so scared that he murders his friend. Right, and then at the end of the movie, right after they stab the guy, and the girl is like, "Why are you doing this to us?" And the the, the main dude is like, "Cause you're home." I was like, "Holy shit, I'm home!" <laughs> my fucking house, my dad's house at the time was so dark, like I couldn't see the backyard. He had like a three and a half acre, or no, sorry, three quarter acre backyard, huge <laughs> fucking yard. It was so dark. <laughs> So yeah. dark all the time. I could see my dead cat walking through the yard all the time. I was that like it was that haunted. Like our place was crazy. And God I'm watching damn. this place. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm home. Holy shit. <laughs> I go around, I lock all the doors. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That kind of shit scares me. That you ever seen that movie, The International? Yeah. The International Oh my God. International banking crisis. That scares me. <laughs> Fucking 13 hours. I hate Michael Bay, but yeah, Benghazi, yeah, all kinds that, of shit like people that. People that can, you're like, people you can really realize, fucking with real people. That's yeah. scary as fuck. You can realize it, realism it in some sense, and you're like, people could do this. That's why I saw, like, the Saw movies freak me the fuck out because somebody could saw, do that. like saw is gross to me it doesn't scare me as much because it it's like scares me, why would anyone take the time to do it like that somebody would though who that's, would i don't has, fucking has know has anyone how? done that i have no idea no i'm here's assuming the, they probably that's, have. that's what i'm saying is like, like nobody the, I, saw doesn't scare me because like if we're really really realistically nobody's taking the time it, to actually is it do saw that. based on a true story no i mean not that i know of like let, but i'm like look also that up like, <laughs> also like a uh, texas chainsaw massacre that, that's that a true shit story scares me like a yeah that's scary as, as fuck. somebody now some did now, that that said someone hollywooded the fuck out of that for, for the sure movie. yes but, but yes how about the movie changeling Remember Angelina Jolie? Like, where's my son? That's not really my son. No, oh. I oh my seen god. That okay, so Angelina Jolie had this movie back in the day, and it was it was kind of one of her passion projects at the time, and I, I respect her a lot for this. But she made this movie called Changeling, where she had this kid, and her son goes missing, and then the cops are like, "We found your son." And then they return this kid to her, and she's like, that's not my son. And they're like, what are you talking about? Of course it's your son. And it's like like in the 20s or something like that, where it's like <laughs> before like DNA or whatever the fuck. And I, 
But she's like, that's not my son. And they're like, of course, yes, it is your son. You're crazy. You're you're just being crazy. And she's like, no, that's not my fucking son. And like the truth was, it wasn't her son. Her son actually went missing and was kidnapped and murdered. And she's like, they keep trying to say that this is my son. It's not my son. They found someone else's kid. Go bring their kid to that fucking, like their, that kid's house. Like to his family. Where's my son? <laughs> like, you know, that shit's horrifying. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> like shit it's like that. Realistic, happens. and I don't fucking like that. I mean, I don't like that either, dude. It's um, so fucked up. It's I don't. I mean, and that's based on a true story. All right, what? What's your? Who's your favorite comedian? Oh, dude, I'm gonna go with Bill Burr. Okay, Daniel Sloss, Daniel Tosh. Ooh. Dave Chappelle, but not the closer. Come on. Like, he's just coming out and talking about shit. Let's go earlier, Dave Chappelle. I would, I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't say Bo Burnham there. Oh, absolutely, Bo Burnham. Yeah, but like, you didn't say him, and like, like four, four people came up. I would assume, I was like, I'm trying to say relevant. I'm trying to say relevant. I got you, but like, he's relevant now. I mean, I, nah, inside was already over six months ago, so. Which sucks because he's a brilliant motherfucker. No, Bo Burnham, absolutely. Like, he's. I, I hate that it's like, dude. I could. We I could don't. Yeah, we're not talking career. about him right now. Like, yeah. he's brilliant. Like, no, I, I could analyze and that guy. We're not career. like that. Like, that that fucking Bo Burnham. I'm, I'm like, I love Bo Burnham so much that it makes me angry. Like he he puts music out, and then I go, "Fuck, man! I was trying to write that song." Best best possible example, repeat stuff by Bo Burnham. I, for the longest time, dude, like like my entire, the whole time I was in high school, I was trying to write a good pop punk song about like how the music industry is bullshit and how everyone just wants formulated music and it just needs to be easy for people to remember and like whatever. And I was trying to write it. I was trying to write a pop punk song. I was trying to write something that sounded like Blink One Eighty Two or Sum Forty One. And Bo Burnham comes out with the exact song that I'm trying to write, but he made it sound like pop songs, like Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake. And I was like, "Holy shit! Of course, duh! Obviously, make it sound like pop people. Don't make it sound like pop punk people. No one gives a fuck about <laughs> pop punk in 2013." So he made it sound like pop artists and it was the exact lyrics that i would like i'm i swear to god i felt things listening Everything to we were like this yeah, is a comedy this song is exactly this song wasn't about Everything. emotion at all but i felt things listening to it because i was like dude that's exactly what i was trying to say and i think in 2013 i realized i am never going to be artistically like writing songs for a comedic purpose, I'm never gonna be the purpose, the person that I think that I can be. While this guy Bo Burnham is writing songs, <laughs> holy shit, this he's, guy is—he's that creative fucking. Bo Burnham is always going to be the person that I've that I want to be artistically. Who oh, wins? Yeah. A, who wins in a fight? A lion or a tiger? A lion, for Why? sure. Why? Because I completely disagree with you, but like. Because a lion has to win. Lions have survived so many things, and tigers it take shit for granted. It has to win. Granted. It's not an answer, Kyle. What? Well, depends. What kind of tiger? 
A Bengal fucking tiger. A Bengal tiger? All a right. Bengal well, tiger. Hold the phone now. Now we're talking Bengal It's coming tiger. in here. Ready to fuck And some what shit kind up. of lion? I don't know. Is, I, is there a different type yeah. of lion? I'm talking like it's a, a lion king lion. I don't know. It's so All right. <laughs> so from the Sahara? We're talking Mufasa. Mufasa's up in that bitch. All right. We talking like Northern Africa or Southern Africa? Okay. I don't fucking know the difference, Kyle. Yo, have you I ever watched Planet it. Earth? Jesus Christ, man. Well, I don't know the difference of those. We're talking lions. about real questions here. Lion versus tiger? Yeah, I'm talking about a lion with a You might as well be asking shit. me like a fucking elephant versus a rhinoceros. No, it's not. No, don't. Uh, okay, that's completely different, and you fucking know that. So, accept I that. I don't know about all that. You're like, oh, it's fucking the east side or the north Jaguar side. Jaguar versus Cayman alligator. Jaguar. You're absolutely man. right. Do you know why? Too quick. No. Because the Jaguar... The alligator. No, no because jaguars actually have been hunting water. jaguars for, or jaguars have been hunting alligators for a long time. Yeah, that's pretty Dude, badass. Yo, that's watch, really watch episode three of Planet Earth two, <laughs> the jungles episode. Holy Everyone shit! Planet Earth. Holy shit! Everybody Dude. watched Planet. Earth. I always thought cats were afraid of water. Dude, not a fucking jaguar. Jaguars in South America are the male jaguars at least the females they're going after capybaras whatever the fuck that's still a pretty big rodent but the male jaguars in south america are <laughs> jumping into the goddamn river and eating caiman alligators by the fucking neck dude they're <laughs> and you can hear it in the planet earth documentary it's fucking crazy you just hear this like <laughs> and jesus christ Dude, it's you never wild. So you're saying a but, lion, no, a lion, over lion, a tiger? lion over tiger for sure. Lion over tiger because tigers are bigger, tigers are stronger. No, they're not. They, they're they not bigger. Hey, one, Kyle. hey, Kyle. They're, they're hey, the same Kyle. size. Hey, Kyle. They literally are. They're they not. Are. No, they're not. Alexa, are tigers bigger than lions? Here's something I found on the web. According to jcarchibald.com. A tiger is generally physically larger than a lion. Shut Suck the it. fuck up, Alexa. Suck it. Suck it, Kyle. And that makes on the podcast. Tigers are smaller. They're literally not. They literally <laughs> just told you that it's not. What are we doing? Fake news. <laughs> Dusty's drunken thoughts, y'all. Here we go. Drunk ass. God damn it. First thought, Frosted Flakes is the best fucking cereal, and it's not even fucking debatable. Yeah, if you're even it's trying not, to question it's that. It's not even debatable. If you're even trying to question that, the only defense is Waffle Crisps, which don't exist anymore. What the fuck are... Yeah, exactly. So shitty. What exactly. are you talking about? It's like, I thought about this the other day, and it was also funny is though, I don't, I don't ever buy cereal, ever. I never buy cereal. Dude, when was the last time you had cereal? Literally fucking, I couldn't tell you, like years ago. Like 20 years ago when you were like. Like maybe when I visit, when I'm back home and I'm like with my mom, I'm like, I'll make some cereal. But I I don't ever buy cereal when I live here. But Frosted Flakes is the best cereal. And there's no comparison. Frosted Flakes is solid. The only cereal I loved more than Frosted Flakes was Waffle Crisps, but that doesn't. But exist that doesn't anymore. even exist. That yeah. sounds stupid. Actually, I think they might have just re- like brought it back, but it, until I have it again, I can't. I can't vouch for it. Yeah, but why? Well, I, I Frosted Flakes the all the way. Is. Let's go. 
Frosted Flakes by far. Like cheers, I don't understand. I don't understand why anyone. This, this is not. Let, hold up, hold up. We got to cheers in front of the mic so they hear it. They. <laughs> He's trying to break the fucking mic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, legit, I don't. I don't even understand that. I'm like Frosted Flakes. Like I thought about that literally the other day. Dude, it's Again, great. This is, these, are, these are Dusty's drunken ass thoughts that I'm like. Drunken thought number two. Let's go. Thought number two. Don't snap at me, Kyle. I'm not snapping at you. You I'm snapping in general. All right. Uh, (laughs) Dusty's drunken thought number two. I have three of these (laughs) this week. Um, So they're making a new Clifford movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the fact that And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Loved Clifford back in the day. Loved it. Really? Loved it. Why? Literally loved the storyline. I'm like, Drew, you are older than me. Will you fucking not ever interrupt me when I'm on a speech? Definitely not. And I, <laughs> and I fucking loved Clifford. Loved it. I think there was a TV show about Clifford. It was cool. There was. Yeah, there was a TV show about Clifford. I I drew books. Now that now, now I know this makes no sense to be able to be like Dustin. You can't draw anything, but I illustrated <laughs> books. I did, and people liked them. And by people, I mean two. But who? Wait, which people? Clifford was dope. Was literally two dad? people from my elementary school. Um. Anywho, but Clifford was a fucking good story. Whatever. This movie will fucking suck. When I saw the trailer, I was like, Oh, oh I agree oh. with you there. I saw the trailer and I was like, Oh, it's gonna suck. It's oh, gonna suck. I and you're ruining a legend. And I understand, like someone like, but that also goes in like I think part of my drunken knowledge of that. It's like. It's just something happens that was big in the time, and they're going to relive it. So then you're telling me 50 years later, someone's going to say, hey, remember there was that story about, like, uh, okay, hold on, hold on, and they're going to redo it again, and they're going to... Hold on. It, that it, said, though, what, what about... Have you seen the trailer for The Batman with Robert yeah, Pattinson? Yeah, and that looks badass. Okay, so how come that isn't obviously going to suck? Because it's some old shit that someone's redoing. No, but it's it's. I'm not even trying to. I'm not that. even trying to defend Clifford because I saw the trailer. No, and that's no, gonna suck. I, it's a good point. Uh, like what I would say is like, people are going to always do Batman. Like they're always going to okay. do it. It's good literally point. every three years they're going to do it because it's the most good pop, one of the most popular no, that, superheroes. That ever. Robert Pattinson Batman looks awesome. Oh, it looks badass. Holy like, shit! Like, and we're always going to do that. And then, holy shit, what's going to happen? Like Spider Man. You I talk about like I just went and saw Dune in theaters. You know what I remember the most about seeing Dune in theaters was the trailer for the Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Shit. It's one of those like that superhero is a legend that's always going to be. The Ben Affleck Always Batman sucks so In bad. five years. <laughs> the Ben Affleck yeah. Batman sucks so no. bad. Robert Pattinson's going to kill it. Yeah, he's going to kill it. I don't think he's going to be a good Bruce Wayne, but though. They're I, going I, I to. be honest. I feel like he's going to be a bad Bruce Wayne. Yeah, maybe. But like. <laughs> they had him in emo hair. <laughs> they're going to recreate that character because like it's not going to be like we're going to have 30 years and there's never a new Batman. Good point. Good it's point. It's one of those things they're going to create. It's Very good point. Same with Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Best Spider-Man I've ever seen. Tom Holland is amazing as Spider-Man. They will recreate Spider-Man in, Dude, the, in six years. I love Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I, I love, love Tobey Maguire. Maguire. Love and it. then I loved Andrew Garfield. I was like, holy shit. They how did they Andrew do Andrew Garfield too much. But, I, yeah. I didn't... I, I loved Andrew Garfield for different reasons than I loved Tobey Maguire, but I thought Andrew Garfield was an awesome Spider-Man. Not a great Peter Parker, but a great Spider-Man. And then Tom Holland comes around, and I'm like... Holy shit, they 
took all the best things of both yeah. of my favorites. Oh my god, yeah, they made it's this, the best. They made In this our timeline. Exist. This kid gives a fuck about Spider Man. But we're gonna be we're gonna be fifty, and then someone's they're gonna make another Spider Man, and like, then they're I'm gonna probably gonna be to like, holy shit, they made another good Spider Man. They did, happy. and we'll be like, but we. Will. I'm gonna I die mean, I'm gonna at fifty five. Like, oh, they're like, not yes, as good as they're not as good as Tom, though. Nope, not me. Tell you. Not but me. They will continue Dude. to make that because they're all. That's all right, like what about s- Daniel Craig? What about Daniel Craig? James Bond. Do you give best James Bond that I that I know in my timeline? I think he's fucking phenomenal. Really, Daniel Craig's the best. I I like, I like him, but he's not the best. I think he's Who's great. I think he's doing an. I think he's done an amazing job with this James Bond. And I'm happy that he's the he's the guy that they've chosen for James Bond in the past X amount of years, probably ten, I think. I don't remember the I don't I honestly couldn't. Dude, I think I, Casino Royale came out in like two thousand seven. So maybe I'm maybe I'm not as knowledgeable about James Bonds. Like I couldn't if I remember seeing a lot of those movies. Hey Siri, I, when did Casino Royale come out? Siri's over here, you fucking weirdo. Which one? I found three. Casino okay. Royale. Right. Two thousand six, dude. Casino Royale with Daniel Craig came out in 2006. He's been killing it as James Bond since 06. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says about Daniel Craig's James Bond. The dude is killing it. And that's my subjective opinion. (laughs) Why do we even go to this topic? You went to the topic because I was uh, saying... How you I, have to keep me on track, man. I've been doing all these shots and drinking and smoking weed. No, you. No, I let you talk about whatever. I, it started with me saying the Clifford movie's going to suck because it's just going to oh, suck. Oh, yeah. Fuck Clifford. <laughs> that fuck movie's going to suck. They have no voice in the thing. The Why would you... The going to suck. That movie's going to be for, like, six-year-olds. Yeah. But I saw a trailer of it on YouTube. I was like... Come on. Okay. Okay. Hold why? on a second. As an almost thirty-year-old, why would you judge a movie that's clearly being marketed to? Because they don't care. Because I don't think it's gonna work. Of and course they, they don't care. Never They're trying to make again. money. They're they not. Literally, ma- the movie will flop, dude. There's the no artistic. There's no think, artistic purpose in making that movie. They're no. Like, no. But I think as an actor, and I'm like, why the fuck are they making this movie? And then, okay, you're it's you're gonna flop. It went past whatever. Kids oh, all right. Now, think about now it I have to open that. up this thing. Now, now we have to open up this. As an actor, what is your, what is your idealistic dream? What's what is? How do you? How would you define success as an actor? Because if you could make a shitload of money off of Clifford, oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone offered me right now, look like, at hey, we're gonna we're look gonna at like him. Aaron Paul Need for Speed. I love the movie Need for Speed because I think it like it actually like holds true oh, to the video I'm, games. But that's a shitty movie. As yeah. as far as like, but I'm not. Movies yeah. are concerned. I would say if I'm an actor that's like you're gonna pay me money to do that, I would do it in a heartbeat. Don't care. I <laughs> would not. Okay, even, so that's a job. Yeah, if someone you yeah, could be successful doing that job as a yeah, job. Yeah, if someone's like Dustin, uh, we're gonna pay you to being clifford right now and i make fucking eight hundred thousand dollars to do clifford i'd be like all right cool don't care and i would doesn't matter what the story is doesn't matter what the what the message no i think but i mean like yeah (laughs) i mean yeah i want to do artistic things that fulfill me for sure but if someone offered me a shit ton of movie shit ton of money to do something in what world am i here like the dream as an actor is to be able to act make money and then 
not have to worry about their shit. So if you're gonna pay me enough money to do whatever, then cool. Right, right. If I can act so, and be so that cool, said, like Clifford. Then yeah, you can all you can tell me I'm not being artistic, but I'm gonna still do it. Now again, I would do Clifford in a goddamn heartbeat. If someone fucking called me to do Clifford <laughs> voice sale, I'd fucking do it like that. No one's no one's paying me to do that. But you're still down to shit on it. Yeah, I'm down to shit on it because it's right. gonna suck. I didn't know it's gonna <laughs> suck. But in my like head, Pirates though, of the Caribbean if, if I was three. in that movie and I was doing Pirates was, of the Caribbean at World's End. Yeah, movie sucks. That movie sucked. Sucked ass. Major dick. But would I still do it as an actor like Johnny Fuck Depp? Yeah. Yeah. He's making a shit ton of money because it, it built a fucking thing. And like, hey, write the movie better, but <laughs> Alright, as long as we're on the same page. Yeah, like definitely. But I'm still an actor. I'm like, you're gonna pay me this much to do this movie. Dude, that's where I I'm would at. never dude, say honestly, no to movie. I swear Let to God. Let me fucking I tell you. I swear to God, that's where I'm at. I'm like, dude, the Matrix. I would I would absolutely do the first Matrix. Matrix Reloaded Revolutions. <laughs> Why are we doing this? <laughs> Come on, you guys. Yeah, I'm not I'm not do here to argue. To? All right, fine. I gave all my money to the crew for the first Matrix. All right, I'm pretending I'm Keanu Reeves here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for. You're gonna pay me to do this shit. Cool, and I'm gonna make my. I'm gonna make it work. Uh, Kyle. I mean, thank you for being on. Dude, absolutely, man. I've been looking it was, forward to this for so long. It was so a long. I think that's why we went so long because I've just been looking forward to it for so long. No, and I think what's awesome about you is the fact that like I didn't look at notes at really almost at all, and just like we're talking, and Dude, none of it. You are an incredibly infectious person, and I love one. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I appreciate you wanting to be on this podcast so much. Of course, and man. I appreciate you freeing yourself up to talk about. All the shit that we talked about dude, on here. Anytime. I'll come back if you want me to. Yeah, I always, shit. man. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, you ever um, run out of content? You need something to post again? I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, I love that, dude. Um, do you have anything to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Anything we can look you out on? Honestly, like anything to plug? I mean, like, dude, buy Cardano. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's big on the cryptocurrency. I'm real big on that <laughs> shit right now. Buy Cardano, buy a lot of it, and uh, hold on to it for the next like five years. We're gonna, ma- we're all gonna get rich. Like seriously, <laughs> get get yeah. on Cardano, get on Polygon. Oh my god, <laughs> buy some NFTs. Get on Mana. Hashtag Decentraland. I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about random cryptocurrency shit. Real talk though, like honestly. Just, I want to get back to like, just do whatever it is that makes you happy, man. Like, yeah. like you can judge people and everything. Like I judge people all the time. Like it's it's <laughs> fun. Like we all judge everybody. We you, do, but right? but just remember that you're you not. Accept you're probably not right in any of the judgments that you have for anyone. You're probably wrong. <laughs> you're probably being an asshole, and that's okay as long as you don't make it a point to, you know, put it in anyone else's face. Just have a good time. Life's a joke. Try to be on it. Boom. I love that. Um thanks for listening everybody. Uh Kyle's a badass. Follow him on his social media will be attached to the podcast. Oh yeah, rejected culture. All one word. Go to Instagram and check out my photography shit. I'm not super like active on that, but every now and again, I post some dope ass art, and I'm real proud of what I'm doing. Yeah, rejected culture. 
Re- rejected culture. Kyle's dope. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone that listens. And, I can't believe uh, I haven't plugged that throughout this whole you shit. Know, you didn't say it one time. <laughs> but uh, shout out and yeah, subscribe, like it, and as always, find some love in the world, people, and uh, drink with them, hug them, hit them in the fucking face. What do we gotta do? But uh, cheers. Drinks on Dusty. We out.